Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of News on the Flipside. I hope y'all are going to enjoy the show tonight. A lot of news, a lot of stuff, a lot of commentary. But of course, before we get started with that, looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your... Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips, and bonus stories, L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back, everyone. I hope everyone is ready for a good show, a good positive show. Jay's all on by himself tonight, but you know what? (laughs) You know what? He is all on by himself. I don't know what to tell you, but instead of that, instead of, <laughs> y'all can't be writing me stuff. Look, I was getting ready to play the intro when I seen that come up on the screen. Uh, no, we're going to be formatting things a little bit different tonight and actually in the future. You'll just see uh, breaks in between things that you would not have seen in the past. Yes. How is that? Is that a, is that a better explanation for you? Well, no, I just, I just seen people were getting writing kind of strange there at first. And I was like, uh, what are y'all writing about? Yes. But anyway. American girls, American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell, and it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you. All brought to you courtesy. Color red, white, and blue. Justice will be served and the battle will rage. 
This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a stand. Well, if that just don't get your ass chapped, I don't know what's going to. Let's go with Corolla. Oh, wait, sorry about that. For making new memories. All right, well, I for driving in style. Well. For exploring together. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. It wouldn't click for some reason. It must have been a bit commercial in the background. That's all right. But I again, like I said, <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I want to tell you, I'm not, you know, we, we carry Toyota too. We have two shows on this network that have Toyota as a sponsor, so. Um, we also have two that have Coca-Cola and we have several that have Carnation and two that have, um, I was going to say Firestone. <laughs> Look at the Firestone. You got a free damn plug. It's a good thing. I let you work on my car. Uh, well, no, I don't actually let them work on my car. Tires and stuff like that. No, we're not letting them do no mechanic work. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But anyway, y'all getting me in trouble already. We got the damn show started tonight. <laughs> I want to welcome JB. I can't stop it. Jay McNichols and myself are going to be getting in all kind of shit tonight. Uh, I look forward to a fun night. You know, if you listen to us radio side and you want to see us on a video, just text me, hit me up. Uh, I can always pop you. If you're on Roku, you can just type in UFO Paranormal Radio and Yoko, it comes right up. Hell, it usually gets about UFOP and it comes up. So, uh, if not, if you if you want to sit on any of the YouTube or Facebook pages, let me know and I'll drop you a link over and you can pop on and uh, you can see. No, I know he does look like the guy from Disturbed. He'd have to put on about twenty pounds, though. So. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> He'd have to be. Can't see the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We're gonna get a lot of news. Got a couple of videos. We're gonna probably play later on in the show and. Uh, some clips and the Ukrainians say, let me say this up close to the mic. The Ukrainians say that Vladimir Putin is not dead. He is alive and stop with the rumors already. So <laughs> Vladimir, yeah, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, if you know, you're getting pummeled by your enemy, I think, I think you'd have the right intelligence yeah, to know yes or no. <laughs> what do you mean I hate? I don't hate Vladimir. I actually liked Vladimir until the stupid war started. I can't say I like him now because I'll get in trouble. But I mean, you're right. Even before then, he was—he wasn't a rock star. He was—I guess—he was a famous television or, or movie actor in Ukraine. So he's kind of yeah, like I mean, their Reagan, you know. But I mean, <laughs> but Putin, he's really young. Well, I never. I, okay, I can go on a record and say this: I've never liked Lazinski ever since. Well, before the Biden incident, with um, we're not going to get if you don't fire this guy, you're not going to get your billion dollars. Um, 
one, one, <laughs> shut up. Uh, once we got to that point, I, I just never liked him again. Lazinski's just as corrupt as anybody else over there. I like Vlad, though. I like Putin for a long time. Putin, I'll do this sure. Hey, man, look at me. I'm the Monlin, man. You're with me, man. I am the Russian emperor. I'm the Russian czar. You're no fucker with me. But unfortunately, um, he's having a hard time with this. Now, Medivh over there trying to start World War III with Poland. Uh, what, what is this guy's ass? Uh, I don't understand why he's so pissed off at Poland. It's not like Poland's over there fighting against them. And Belarus should keep their mouth shut because, they, you know, they're out of this. And you don't want Poland in there. Shut up. Um isn't know. isn't Poland what started off both world wars? It did, wasn't it that Germany attacked uh, Poland in World War One and then again in World War Two, and that sparked the whole. Yeah, well, and that, if if, um, if Russia attacks Poland, Poland's a NATO country now. Uh, poop. There you go. Uh, no, not with Biden. I, I don't want to go to no World War Three. But how is, was Nevedev going to even do that? He's not. He has no control. He's. No, he's no, but he'll go cry. No, well, that's well, he's just a spokesperson for Putin, is all he is. He's oh, just a mouthpiece. He used to be yeah. president way back when, but right, um, yeah. he's just a mouthpiece now. Putin say, Blood, you go say this now. You got this. You see what happened to your friend the other day. You're not sure this is how you say exactly this is the way I want you to say. Who's going to argue with Putin? I'm not going to argue with Putin. You're asking to end up dead somewhere. Even his own kid went, or his damn kid moved to uh, where the Netherlands, somewhere, Sweden, somewhere. Ran off with her boyfriend. Went up there. He sent. He sent. He sent people look for him, and, and they threw him out the country. Oh um, wow! <laughs> yeah, it was a national incident. What the hell? You can't do this. Then they caught him with kind of some submarine up there rolling around. <laughs> Got their asses in trouble again. And it's already, it's been established in the past 40, 30, 40 years ago in the in the eighties during the Cold War. Uh, their sub technology is far far less cool than ours they we can see them from miles away at full speed they can't see us when they're running silent i mean just think about that the, the <laughs> thing the thing that russia had over us for a while um and still does in some in some places was those those propless engines they they were the ones who really invented them i mean they're the ones that put them out there at first they were quiet they didn't sound they, didn't, they just sound like water rippling around um, magneto hydrodynamic impulse yeah, drive or something like that yeah. the problem with russia was the subs they were putting on were like the size of freaking aircraft carriers man so there's no way you can make them be quiet you know they sound like a not just one whale they sound like a freaking herd of whales coming through the water so but and but we, also like like they showed in, in Hunt for October, if you if you run it through the computer after a few times, the computer will identify it because it, you know, a, a whale sound or magma displacements and other things that you might hear deep underwater, uh, they're not mechanical. It's not tick 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 tick. It's tick yeah. tick. So it's very more irregular. Hi, buddy. That's Admiral. <laughs> He's in the room because Mama's not home. <laughs> he wants. He wants to be. He wants to be famous. Yeah. Well, one of the problems always has been when you when you start moving. When when you start moving through the water, I mean, it displaces the water. So if it's, it's going over rough surfaces, it's going to be loud. But to answer to your question, Jack, so we had listening stations all over the Pacific, the Atlantic, all seven oceans. I mean, we had them everywhere. Then all of a sudden, one day. They sold them to whale listening stations. That's what they are now. Because somebody said, oh, we don't have them anymore. Well, that's, that is true. The Navy does not. The data. That's <laughs> right. The Navy does not actually have them. 
But since they're listening for whales, well, you know, they might as well listen for submarines. And guess whales. what? The Navy doesn't have to pay for this anymore. So it works real good for everybody. The Navy but were smart. They should have rented them out instead of selling them. They could have a you know rolling income. But now no, it's more rent like them out to this. universities and yeah. stuff. So so now it's more like this for the Navy. You see this little thing right here. It's up in the sky going scanning the oceans. Um, two of the satellites I know for sure can scan up to three miles. So three miles down. So I, it's it's, it's, it's going to be hard yeah. for them to hide from that. We it's, have very, it's very good warfare. computer models of the ocean floor now. Very, very good yes, models. And, 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 and we can see a large submarine cruising along. I, I don't know. problem for Russia is, one, I don't know if they have the people to man their submarines. I mean, they're seeming to have a man, uh, manpower issues all over the place. Everybody's saying, well, their regular army is so big. And I'm like, well, where is it? Uh, it's not over there by Poland. Just a piece of it is. It's not well, going it, to the Ukraine. So where the hell is this thing? Uh, Another thing is, you can also ponder about their personnel is they may not, they're probably not very well experienced. Well, they're not any you know, they Russia have, they they're probably not. At best, two years, because you're, you're forced to do two years in those European countries over there. And Russia is one of those countries. And a lot of those kids in the two years, they rotate out. Boom, 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 boom. And so there's yeah. constant, you know, well, I've, always been, in. I've always said, if you want to be a citizen of the United States, you should have to do two to four years in the military. Everyone should have to serve at least once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, people, I don't know. you go to war and die. Yeah. It's not It's not about that. Okay, being in the military is not all about going out and killing people. Okay? It can be, but the majority of it's not. I mean, I learned all kind of advanced electronics and avionics. I learned technology like that I had to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to learn. Yes, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's like it's, the Boy it's, Scouts. It's, it's an organization. There's there's there's, uh, there's structure and well, uh, they, they can teach you skills. Uh, and you earn badges just like you would with, yeah. with you know, Weeblos, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, all of that. So, it's, so, it's just, so Carly, to answer your question, so if, if you don't go, you just are not entitled to any of the benefits of a citizen, meaning like, like welfare, voting, social security, owning a, voting, owning a gun, things like that. You just wouldn't, you just wouldn't qualify for those things, but you could still However, live here. On the yeah. other side of things, you would be allowed to drink. <clears throat> they probably would arrest you for doing illegal drugs, but, um, uh, you'd be able to smoke cigarettes and do whatever else. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, but uh, so oh, we're going to talk about Biden. Which just don't even <laughs> first we're going to open up because we just talked about the Ukraine, and so in the Ukraine, um, Lazinski's over there having a party with himself right now. I, I mean, oh, yeah, he's really seriously, he's, he's well. Russia made a big withdrawal of all kind of troops all over the place. See, I'm not as I'm not as happy as he is about this. So. Russia decides to pull back a bunch of troops. Why would Russia do that? Oh, because they were getting their ass kicked. Maybe something so. big, maybe. Yeah, no. or or is maybe Russia going to drop something they don't want their troops Boom. around? You know, big one kiloton. Yeah, one kiloton low yield nuke. You know, boom! It's the end of that. Everybody goes home into war. Split second All right flash, searing De- hot pain Jeffrey, that you don't feel for a second, and poof, your ashes. <laughs> uh, okay, Jeffrey, if Putin puts a one kiloton nuke in Kiev, it's going to be a a worldwide crisis, but it's not going to be a world war. We're not going to go to uh, war well, over. No, I'd be willing to at least bet NATO would send us and a few other countries to go after his ass. No, they they would because he they would keep probably get killed on his own. So, but I mean, we're not going to start World War Three over Ukraine, and I hate to say it like that, but we're not. But you dropped that same one kiloton nuke on Israel, and you got World War Three started. Yeah, the U.S. is very touchy about Israel. I. I I've never quite understood this because remember, you know, Israel's the chosen people. The rest of us is just crap. And uh, no people, 
only the Jews get to go to heaven. Yeah, you better read the Old Testament, people. So, you know, the layman's made a New Testament so they could get to go to heaven, but that's not how it was originally written. Originally, when God wrote, said, no, you don't get to go to heaven unless you're, so I'm just telling you. You know, and the Muslims don't appreciate that shit. Neither do Christians, really. It's not something that's well, well mean, appreciated. How can you appreciate the Muslims who's who's the, in their faith if you don't believe in their faith? You're an infidel, and by their some of their clerics, you're there to kill you. That's not very friendly well, either. At, so we had what the Hindu Muslim war back when Pakistan and um, India split. What was that? A million people died. Half a million people died. That was ridiculous. Eighteen hundreds somewhere. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, it's 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 almost like it's a disease with us, you know. I'll, I've always been against human modification. Uh, hey, Robert, um, you know, gene modification. But the more I look at this, the more I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong about this. If you know, a person's going to be prone to this, 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 or this, maybe it should be modified. That's eugenics, though. Damn, Joe, you just can't go there. <laughs> evil Joe, evil Joe. Um, well, I mean, but it really is. I mean, it is. It is eugenics, and and we don't we don't know. We don't have an example like Star Trek where that would be a bad thing. Oh, I'll, I'll get <clears> a review. I don't think it's a good idea Microsoft. to. Uh, <laughs> you know that, right? They'll, they'll try to recruit us now. They'll be like, "Oh, did you hear these guys talking about eugenics the other night? We need to recruit them right away." Um, yeah. So a guy sent me this the other day about labs. <laughs> why why can't Russia? Why can't the Ukraine and Russia win this war? So I'm reading it. And it basically comes out as they're just spread out too thin. That they don't have enough people to push this war through. Okay, I can see that on the Ukraine part. What are they got? 30 million, 40 million people? I can't you see that on that. the Russian side. First off, Russia has 180 million citizens. Now, granted, I know um, I think 100 million of them are over the age of 55. So they're out. And so that leaves you roughly 80 million. Probably 40 million of them are probably under the age of 14. So that leaves you 40 million and, and half of those are women. So that leaves you 20 million. And then you still have to have people running your country and everything still has to go even while you're at war. So maybe it's an older, maybe it's a larger gap than I realized. Maybe Russia's fudging <coughs> the numbers. Maybe the gap where the younger and older is much wider than they're talking about. Maybe it's only 20% uh, in, in that particular age group, you know, from 18 to 40. That could be rough. You can't go put them all out there because that's your working class. Yeah, the, the the wheels of of society still have to run. You know, yeah. there's people that have to make bullets for those guys to shoot at the Ukrainians and for the Ukrainians to shoot back. So Jesse, I know who uh, Rosie Derivator is. Thank you very much. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Um, yes, and, and if it wouldn't have been for women, America would have fell on its ass because while all the guys are out there getting killed, the women were out here making sure they had weapons to kill somebody else. Uh, they and you talking about and- so um the women made more than two-thirds of our aircraft at least half our tanks uh, a lot of our other uh, small arms weapons no that's who made them and they don't get near the credit they should for that shit um no you, you hear about rosie the river but that's all you ever hear about but you don't hear about all the other ones that were out there doing other stuff and um now it's just one of them things it's no it's different now i mean you know women can do almost anything in the military uh, Army, I don't know if they're allowed to combat yet. I mean, I mean, ground combat. I know that all women can fly in combat now, but um, I haven't heard if they let them actually uh, go on ground troops. I did hear that they're now in the draft, so that kind of bites. 
yes, yeah, so women, yes, you ladies, in case you don't know, y'all can now be drafted. Sorry, kind of bites. Uh, Swedish vehicles in the Ukraine camouflage that makes them invisible. Well, they look invisible too. It's pretty cool looking. We ain't going to show y'all that. It's a waste of time. Um, so, so in Sweden now, in there, aren't they a NATO country or trying to be a NATO country? I they keep are, or they have petitioned to be, but they've also always traditionally, I think it's, they, they've always traditionally, you know, tried to be neutral through World War One and Two. Well, because I keep, there's something about these, these two, I keep flip-flopping for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back to me as we go along. Oh, I did hear too, on a side note, um, that two of the calderas in the United States are showing activity. Get, Yellowstone guys, and what's the other one? No, it's not Yellowstone. It's some, it's, um, then I'm sorry, then I called there as a super volcano. So I apologize. Um, there's one in California and I can't remember the other one, but they're both on the West side of the country. Yeah. Well, they're super volcanoes. But no, the call, if the caldera goes, the United States is gone. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no the bread basket. So in case you know how y'all see a big hole in the top of a volcano, well, the big hole in the calderas extends from somewhere in the Pacific Ocean all the way to about D.C. Yeah, so when it goes, everybody goes. And not just that, the whole planet goes along with it because it's going to super cool, super heat, blast it out. They won't be, they won't be daylight be on the planet for a thousand years. in the years. atmosphere for months, maybe even a year. It'll be super heated at first, and then it'll be super freezing. It'll just be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. What do you mean the Supreme Court's going to have to save Donald Trump's ass? Probably so. He's got a lot of cases going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I'm sure the Supreme Court's going to have to step in here and there when he goes in for appeals. Yeah. He's not going to win all these cases because you, you've got pretty much all liberal juries, all liberal judge, all liberal defense. I mean, Mostly uh, democratic. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's, 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 there's no winning here. This is so rigged, it's not even funny. Yeah. Uh, and- I wonder. Maybe we no, should I'm look not a Trump fan. Maybe this is rigged, man. Yeah, oh, I get. But I, I think if we look even deeper, and I, I, I think maybe someone might know out in the audience, but I don't know. But what if the, all those the cases that they have dismissed, those were judges that were Republicans? Hmm. I know. You, you know, you'd have to go look and see because well, you know how yeah, they swap them. Yeah. Each, each regime just goes apeshit swapping out judges. Uh, they should yeah, make them. Yeah. They should make the judges. I know win, lose, or draw because people get mad when I say this, but. Maybe they should let the judges have at least four years after uh, the pr- appointing president appoints them, or eight years or something, and then you can swap them out. Well, no, not all the judges are elected. A lot of judges are appointed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, I seen that article about you, the one where Russia fumes over Western charm offensive in backyard. Yes. Well, America's got more savoir faire than um, what do you mean savoir faire? You can't text it. You done what you were trying to text, but that's. Not- you don't know what Savoy Fair means? You know, it's like a little more class, a little oof. Yeah, stuff like that. A little flair. And, I, and uh, America did bring, so America has got drone patrol boats stationed in the Mediterranean and in the, uh, whatchamacallit, sea, uh, that have drone aircraft on, on board them. <laughs> yes. Well, wait, the, the, the boats themselves can kill you. But they actually have their own drones on board the drone to go out and kill some more people. So the boat itself is a drone and it launches drones? Is that what you're yeah, saying? that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a drone that launches more drones. It's um, Well, America's the inventor of the drone. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, let's get this right. The drone was not invented as a weapon. The drone was invented as a toy. Uh, the guy who really made it, the guy who really made it a weapon 
was a guy that figured out the software that made them all be able to fly together. You know, the, the, that, and unfortunately that software got put out because they were selling the software as uh, you know, like now you see the dragons in the sky and, and all kind of other things. Yeah. Instead of fireworks, they got the like, drones now. Like a Chinese uh, light, light lantern, a Chinese lantern display. Yes. That guy's got to be a billionaire by now. Uh, over that software. Well, you know, some, yeah, some things were <laughs> um, last I had heard Bruce, there was 12, 12 generals that had been killed in the Ukrainian war by the Ukraine. And there may be more, but the last I had heard there was 12. Yes. No, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, the Israeli, the Pakistani, the Israeli offensive. Um, well, yeah, because, I hear all kind of rumors. Five thousand dead kids, three thousand dead kids, ten thousand dead people. You know, um, I got a couple of friends at NBC and CBS have been harassing because uh, I've done stuff with them in the past, and because uh, they were on, you know, they're on TV going, "Well, look, uh, there's ten thousand dead children." Really? Well, come on, you can't just say that. You need to prove that. I need to see proof. I need to see someone on the ground saying, "Yeah, you know, Israeli or Pakistanian." Go, I'm not sorry, not Pakistanian. Uh, that went right right through my head, but they they need not Hamas. Um, no, because somebody needs to verify this. I, I have no doubt people are being killed all over the place because Israel's Israel is just pissed. So this is where Hamas really screwed up. It's not that they killed a bunch of Israelis or Jews. It's the fact that they walked into a concert and gunned down kids. That that and then afterwards went around through neighborhoods shooting kids in the heads and then stepping on their heads and crushing them or burning them. Um, what do you think was going to happen? If that would ha- think of that, if that would happen to some Americans, that, that some country would have did that, we'd have wiped the whole country out. I don't even know if we even went in. We might have nuked their asses and just said, you know what? Poof, you're gone. You don't deserve to live anymore. We wouldn't even have to use a nuke. We could say, we'd send anthrax, uh, smallpox. We could drop polio. Well, you know what? We can, we can use them high compression bombs now. Uh, they can dig yeah. like two square miles. We still have neutron bombs. We could do that. Yeah. That kill a lot of people and leave the buildings intact. But it was a five-year half-life. Boom, you're in. We got our well, own new country it's, over it's, there in it's, the Middle it's, East. It's just to the point where I have said this for two decades on doing the news. The Middle East is the boil on the planet's ass. Okay? I mean, it just is. It needs to be lanced. It's been a boil before modern civilization. It was a boil and, and before. Probably, yeah, probably even it further. It was a boil back. during BC. I mean, you can go back. You can go back six thousand years. It's been a boil on the planet's ass for six thousand years. Well, you want to talk about the Sumerians? You want to talk about the Egyptians? I mean, come on, that's two of the greatest cultures to ever live. And look at them today. Gone. Mm-hmm. Oh well, let's talk about the Romans and the Greeks. Let's see. Oh, Rome just a little tiny uh-huh. ass thing get his ass kicked in any fight. I mean, it's just. No, the, the big bears today are the United States, China, and Russia. And China ain't as big as it's acting, and neither is Russia. You, you, can, uh, you can probably see NATO's up there as powerful because it's a group of countries, and we're already part of it. So, yeah. Whoa, buddy. So, so NATO, NATO wants – I don't know. NATO NATO worries me because we don't ever know, always know what's going on in NATO. <clears throat> Sometimes they deploy stuff around. I know one of the things that – Medivive is bitching about it. It's a legit bitch. America is sending troops to to Poland. And NATO sending troops to Poland. Well, I mean, Poland's on their on the border. You know, so I, I, you, you, that's a bitch. You know, you, you're building mass and troops 
on a border, that's that's a reason to be upset. Uh, but if you wouldn't have been attacking people, they wouldn't be building troops up on your border, would they? <laughs> so, you know, in, any way it goes, you, you're just kicking yourself in the ass until you correct the original problem. And at this point, I don't know if Putin can find an honorable way out of this. I mean... I think if he, if he concedes... Yeah, see, that's what, not he's taking in Ukraine and then part of of Crimea, I'll bet you Zelensky might let him go. You know, well, he said he already told Zelensky that he would he would end the war, but he was keeping the taking the taking territories. And Zelensky said the war won't end until we have all the territories back, including Crimea, Crimea, yeah, Crimea, uh, which was ta- Crimea, which was taken in the last war. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, he's just being hard assed and I, he thinks he can get it. That's the bitch part. He really thinks he can get it. He thinks that he can push, push hard enough that he's going to get it. But I, you know, Putin is sick. He's not healthy. He's he's, you know, he's embarrassed by this war that should have been. This should have been a like the Afghanistan thing. They thought this should have just been like, and it was over. Yeah, he, he's also embarrassed I mean, by his illnesses. Yeah. Uh. Oh no, man! That's 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 what China wants to push. Okay, so here we got Russia over here with with a sick with a sick president who wants to run another term. By the way, last I heard, he was running in twenty twenty four. So, well, they get six years now. They, so they get to run oh, wow. for four terms now and six years in each term. Now, Medvedev changed that so Putin could run again because Putin had already run twice. Yeah, he'd already been president twice. This is his. Fourth time he'll be if he wins this time. Yeah, he'll have what 12, 16, 18 years as as president of Russia. Yeah, in a row. <laughs> no, man. Um no, 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 no. There was a breakup for four years. Medivh ran it for four years in between. Because they had to pass the rules to get him so he could do it. Yes, I know it's 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 a bitch. But anyway, uh Putin, here's Putin. He's sick. He's dangerous. He's like a wounded animal. You know, you, you, you never take your eyes off a wounded animal because you never know what's going to happen. And then here we got China running around the world trying to be like, so they, they shot some flares in front of a, a hunter-killer a hunter helicopter, a Canadian helicopter, hunter-killer helicopter that Canada had out. Uh, they did that to another plane the other day. Today, China was challenging um, – one of America's ships saying you, you can't go. You have to identify yourself. And the ship's like, we don't have to have your permission. Get the hell out the way. Uh, America is not going to stop anything China says because China's in, in open waters and we don't give a shit what they say. Um, they're not going to take the South China Sea. It's not, it's not acceptable for us to let them have the South China Sea. It's not acceptable for Japan or the Philippines. It's mm-hmm. just unacceptable. So, uh, And China knows that. You know, so they're going to try to push it, but the only way they'll ever get it is in a war. And I don't think they can hold it if they get it in a war. Too many islands is, is like Japan learned the hard way. When you're scattered out all over islands, it's hard to hold all them damn things. You know, you never know who's coming from where. You mean China's destroyers and battle? No, they're, they're ancient pieces of crap. They got a lot of new ones coming out, but you no, know, even the new ones aren't. The new ones are about as good as our ships like in the 90s, which were badass. But nothing compared to what's floating out there today. Even our old ships have been upgraded so much that the armory and weaponry system and shielding systems are just nothing like they were even even ten years ago. 
Yeah, we got we got missiles that well, we got missiles that lift the ship out the water. You mean the hypersonic? America's always had sort of hypersonic missiles. We just never developed them into what Russia did. Once Russia did it, we decided. You see how long it took us, right? Russian Titan hypersonic missiles. Two months later, America's got hypersonic missiles, and they're being deployed okay. as we speak. It's that's it, no it, coincidence. It, <laughs> well, most ballistic missiles are kind of hypersonic anyway, but we're, we're not going to go there. But um, you mean Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Oh man, we can't get on Elon Musk. The girl's gonna be crap when I get on Elon Musk. Um, so Elon Musk told Putin if he tried to launch a nuke, he would just use one of his satellites up there uh, and to knock it out the way. He'd just knock it out into space. So basically, Elon Musk, who's just a, an American, he's the richest, what is he again? The richest what? Richest African American in the world. That's what American Elon Musk is. He's the Af- richest African American in the world. And uh, he just took the second or third most powerful person on the planet and kicked them in the balls and said, what are you, what are you going to do? No, you're not going to do that. So he took <laughs> Russia's 5,000 ballistic missile force, including its sub force and just kicked it to the curb. And he's got more than 5,000 satellites up there. Now I think he's up to like 18,000 now, 16,000. Um, and he told Putin, he said, I can build satellites and launch them faster than you can build one nuclear weapon. And he's not talking about launch. He launches when you know, he always launches a bunch of them satellites at a time. Uh, <clears throat> you know, he made his 200 launch landing the other day. So if you combine every, every space program on a planet, they haven't even made one landing. <laughs> he's on his 200th. Oh my God. It's embarrassing. It's even embarrassing for the United States. Yeah. I know we had a space shuttle, but that's not the same thing. No, it's not. There's so much waste with that system. It's not even funny. But I mean, these are just coming straight down and landing. So in other words, if if the space shuttle was like that, the booster rockets would have landed on, back to Earth on their own. Yeah. Instead of parachuting. The two skinny yeah. ones parachuted on their own. The big yeah. orange one yeah. underneath, it, it disintegrated coming back down to Earth. No, I, I mean, it, that would have been, if NASA had that kind of technology, that's what would have happened, but they don't. Um, Elon has just, and then Jay and I were talking about this last couple of weeks. So if you go to a space company, you know, and you look around, you're going to find out that a good chunk of the, all of them that work in at least 90% of all the companies are Elon Musk alumni, or I should say uh, SpaceX alumni. They all worked at SpaceX at one time or another. There's a company, upstart company right now. The guy was a big wig at SpaceX. Elon even helped him get his company started. It's a mid-range launching system. So Elon and them are more interested in launching big crap because it's worth more money. But somebody, yeah. they, they need a market for this mid-level launching stuff. So this guy- Yeah, you got to get stuff it. into space to load the large ships so they can go wherever. And he helped design uh, one of the rocket boost and uh, some of the software for landing. So, yeah, from what I understand, they, the engineers do a lot of cross working there. Yes. So, getting back to to Jerusalem, because I keep seeing all, everybody about what about Israel, what about Israel, what about Israel. Uh, they're they're pounding the living crap out of Gaza. The strip is just being. It's last time I seen it, it looked worse. It looked more like somebody said it looked like a war zone. It looked more like a freaking earthquake zone. I mean, it was just pretty much flattened. So, well, no, the Israelis are getting hated on because they're saying, uh, last last article I read said that the Israelis had killed 3,200 
Palestinian children and over 10,000 Palestinians. Now, the problem with this is <clears throat> I can't get a verification on it anywhere. Nobody I've talked to can verify it anywhere. Um, it's funny, but or I shouldn't say it's funny. But um, I can't get any real verification. So I, I hopped on, checked out the Israeli news, which you know, I knew wasn't good, even if it had happened, they were going to be completely honest, but they would have said something. Um, they're saying people are dying. People who refuse to leave are dying. But of course, being it's Israeli news, they're not mentioning any children. So I said, all right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I went over and caught some Russian, not some Russian news, some Chinese news. And then I caught some Iranian news. <clears throat> Figuring, all right, Iran hates everybody. Uh, they're for sure going to be talking. Well, you can get it translated, guys. Um, a lot of world news now, you can get a, a, a clipper going across the bottom, a buffer going across the bottom. That actually is in English. You can get it more than just English. You can get a lot of different languages, yeah. There's a group of news channels I watch on Roku. Um, and they have like 60 countries, and then they have one section for just the EU. Um, it's it's great. I mean, and yeah, no, these are all reporters from those countries, news for those countries. It's fun to watch. But they, they always have it in different languages. There's usually seven or eight languages you can watch it in. I speak English. I don't speak Iranian, so I need I need to be able to see it in English. But anyway, uh, long story short, we I went through all of that, and they're not even saying it. <clears throat> I can't find the actual source of the 3,200 children. Look, I have no doubt that children have died there, and I have no doubt that tons of people have died there. I just I'm just trying to find out because when you look at it, 3,200 children. That's enough to turn the tide on the Israelis. I mean, you can't just go around killing kids. I mean, this is what this war started over, and now you're doing just the same thing. Uh, that's just not yeah. going to float with well, the even larger Earth, scale. On you know, a larger scale, so <laughs> it's not going to float with the planet. Well, you what do you mean, Christopher? You mean if 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 the Middle East turns on on Israel? Well, I don't know. I think if all the surrounding countries step in and start attacking, I think NATO is going to step in and start attacking. I don't, I, I, yeah, I have to agree with Jay. I don't think we're going to let Israel fall. Um, I don't think um, Saudi wants to get into it because uh, they, they get almost all their weapons from us. No, they don't exclusively use our money anymore. They started allowing a couple of other currencies to come in, but, um, but still with the exception of Joe Biden here, we've always had excellent uh, standing with them. No, they just don't like Joe Biden. He's a pig. Mm. Mm. Oh, you mean because of the guy they put in a barrel of acid? What do you mean? No, I think they did it. Oh, I think they did it. But you have to remember something. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. We don't, we don't, look, we, how much product do we buy from China? Even with all the sanctions we have on China right now, how much property do i mean how much product do we buy from china well, it's still a lot it's a lot i'd, I'd say still easily 90 china is known first they're a communist country they're known for all kind of frauds they're known for all kind of problems with intellectual property and we also know they use miners to do their work none of this yeah. is like we also know they kill muslims hmm. but yet we still do business with them you can't you can't hate on one country if you're not going to hate on the other one well, it's like Venezuela. We, we, you know, come on. We let Venezuela keep on going. 
We should have already invaded Venezuela and gave them a democracy again. There's two things I've never understood. Venezuela, Venezuela and Cuba, why we let it go. You know, Cuba, they're inside our coastal waters. I mean, Jesus, people, they're mm-hmm. 55 miles from Key West or, or whichever. 60, 65, I think. 60, yeah, 65 or 95. They uh, Anyway, they're inside the waters. Yeah, they're inside the protected U.S. waters. Yes. They should just Our Coast Guard can drive around them without any imp- with impudence. I mean, they can't do anything. Yeah. It should be oh, just on a let's, let's see what Google has to say about that. Yeah, hey, Google, be the big how key. far from the U.S. is Cuba? The big key. That's what we should call the it. The United States is 2,443 kilometers from Cuba as the crow flies. 2,000 <laughs> kilometers. All right. So that's. No, that's not right. I know it's not that far. It's. Uh, I, I really, I think it's 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 either seventy five miles or less from from the Keys to uh, Cuba, because I know. Look, all those people who got in all those little rafts and rolled over. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about that. I'm sorry, that was horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they, I mean, they were literally in rafts out there rolling around. What, Jackie? No, they wanted out of Cuba. Have you ever been to Cuba? I, I have. My dad has been to Cuba quite a few times. I've never been to Cuba. I was hoping along with everybody else, that they would open up the doors of Cuba because there's a lot of opportunities in Cuba for a lot of different things. I mean, come on. Their newest core is like 1956. Huh. This this search is saying the shortest distance airline between Cuba and Florida is 411 miles. They must be going from like Miami or something. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Here's another, another one, another answer. Let's see what this one says. 103 miles on this one. Yeah. That sounds a little closer. Yeah. Because uh, I know, I know when you like Key West or something like that. Well, that that's the question. You know, it's um, Alexa, how far is Cuba from Key West? From Key West, Cuba is 104.6 miles yeah. away. You've got it right on the money. It was Key West. And in case you don't know, Key West is not the bottom key. Um, no. So, yeah. <laughs> So it is probably Cuba is probably about the first key, isn't it? I don't remember, but I know it's not the bottom key. So it's only about fifty-five. It's it's somewhere between fifty-five and seventy-five miles from our coast to their coast. Yeah, well, people did it all the time. They would come over in rafts, just floating out there with the sharks. There's a lot of floating around on like you know five gallon. There's a lot of of milking water jugs and stuff. You know, makeshift rafts. It was it was pathetic. Some of the, I mean, you had to imagine. why would you want to leave your country on something so dangerous and shark infested waters? They, they were coming over here. They were desperate. Right? They were no desperate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were absolutely desperate. Um, Mikey, thanks for sending me this. This is uh, Massive Oceans Discovered Beneath Earth's Crust. I've read this article a couple of times. So, this is yeah. kind of a deception. So, there is a bunch of water under the crust. I mean, much more the than it's on top. Stone. Yeah. That's right. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you hear people talk about, uh, when they were they were crushing the rock to get the oil out, this is the same thing. The water's trapped in the stone itself, but it is larger than all the volume of water on the earth, and it is fresh, from what I understand. So, well, I don't know if they know. They say it's fresh, but I, I don't. I don't really know how they know that. Maybe because it's been filtered down through whatever. Since the majority of water on Earth is salt water, I would think that would be salt yeah. water too. But well, no, it could fresh, be, it but it's essentially it's within so, like a geode. Is the is the impression I got from those articles? Yeah. So we found mm. more water on earth we found water on the moon and we found water on mars 
uh, and we're, we know there's water out in the uh, Oort cloud, and we're pretty sure there's water on Pluto. So, yeah. I mean, on um, wait, we know that two of the moons, one of Jupiter's and one of Saturn's, or ice moons with water. Look it would water be, water. I believe it's uh, Europa on Jupiter and Enceladus around Saturn are the two ice moons. Yeah, and, and they have liquid oceans underneath their ice. So, yeah, more than likely, there's life on those two moons. And, and I bet you there's more than just little grassy At life. At the on very least, days. there's bacteria and all kinds of one-celled critters floating around in that water right now, if it's water. Yeah, well, think about it, people. It's, there, that, that moon is as old as we are. It's four billion years old, four and a half billion years old. So the chances that there's some type of real life there. I mean, they, they spotted something with one of the probes that was as big as a whale. And it was definitely yeah. moving. It was moving at a pretty good clip. Well, but the, but the odds of anything on, on that moon being as advanced as us are significantly less because they're further away from the sun. So it would, they would have less chance to evolve uh, as fast see, as we did. But you see, there's a trick to that because Jupiter, just like Saturn, would create, because of the double friction on the planet, would create extra heat. Yeah, that's why. That's it's why the yeah, the, but it doesn't uh, create extra water. light, which plant life would need to to grow, and you're going to need plant life to at least help filter the well, air. No, from- Jupiter is a pretty bright planet. I'm thinking you're going to get pretty pretty good. You're not going to get like sunlight, but you're going to get a pretty good amount of light on it. I don't um, know. I just I just don't know if those those do the they do those moons spin? Are they one sided or? I don't know. No, they're, don't know. they're all they all spin. They all rotate. They, they're not um, they're not tidally locked like our, the the moon. As far as I know, is the only thing in our solar system that is tidally locked. And you gotta wonder why, man. It's the only other thing about it. it the only other, it's the only orbiting body in our solar system that has a nearly perfectly circular orbit. Um, it also has some other weird anomalies. It's the only moon in our solar system that's. What is it? It's two thirds the size of our planet, something like that, as far as diameter goes. Well, I think it's one third, but uh, I don't know. I was confused. It's enormously large. It's 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 larger. It's a larger moon to us than any of the moons that are around Jupiter or any of the other planets within the solar system. It's the largest moon. It's it's an odd. It's an odd moon. The only other planet that's got odd ass moons is uh, Mars because they got two asteroids for moons. But that is not true, Joe. Um, also, uh, Uranus has a, has an odd moon. So most things, their axis of spin, they spin, you know, uh, counterclockwise this way. One of Uranus's moons is on its side, still rotates counterclockwise, like our planet and Uranus and others, except for Venus. Uh, but it's on its side. Something knocked it over. Well, something knocked the, one of the planets over. So that's, I, you know. This the, the solar system was a dangerous place way back in the day, people. So I can tell you, still you know, is, but not as. <laughs> it's not as dangerous. Um, you mean? So you, what are you what are you saying now that if China attacked Taiwan, Taiwan is is a we guarantee China's Taiwan done. protection. Yes, no, we guarantee Taiwan. Taiwan. Every president since Ronald Reagan has guaranteed. I might have been since Jimmy Carter has guaranteed to protect China. I mean, yeah. protect, I'm sorry, Taiwan. Probably even since Nixon, I would think. You it know? might be since Nixon, actually, because he's the one who started all the stuff with China, so it might have been since He's Nixon. the first one who went. First visiting dignitary in how many years? Hundreds? Uh, it's, um, no, guys, Taiwan, Taiwan's very important to the United States. We've been letting them make our, our chips for like two decades now. Now, United At States least. decided, yeah, we decided we're going to go back to making all of our own chips, but we're still going to let them make chips for our allies and everybody else. 
So for us, it's a no-no to ever let China get in there. We can't let them get hold of that equipment. Oh no! I mean, it, I think you mean so. If, if if China hit Taiwan, we would hit Hong Kong to make China have to come back around to defend Hong Kong. We would just roll in before China even knew what was going on. We'd roll into Hong Kong, and because they're not going to put up that much of a fight there anyway, and uh, it'd be ours. And we'd probably get the and, and it's in the middle of a large, large um, bay, the Hong Kong yeah. Bay. So we could just park a whole bunch of nuclear submarines under there and just pop them up and say, "Hi, this is our area," and go away. Yeah. So, so that's what we do. So Hong. then, so then China would be in a spot. Do we keep Taiwan? Do we want Hong Kong back, which is one of the biggest trading things in the world, mm-hmm. or do we want Taiwan for the chips, or do we want to continue this war and end up getting our asses kicked? Yeah, um, yeah eventually. Uh, China, be a long can one, the, China can feel a much larger um, manned army than we can, but the problem for China is is they have limited materials. China's not mm-hmm. a, a materially rich country. It's not like the United States or South America. So it makes it easy for us. All we got to do is cut off their, their supply lines. And that's not real hard. We've proved in several wars we can do that fairly easily. And now with the with the new drone technologies and all, it's going to be hard to get stuff back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so it, it puts them in a, in a bad position. Well, they have they have like eight hundred nukes last time. They might either four. It's either four or eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, Joe, I'm going to go upstairs real quick and get the dog a chew toy. He's he's whining like a little. Princess, right now. So <laughs> he's, he's, I'm getting something enough. to keep him occupied. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, babe. Um, I, I no, we just went over that story. No, Putin's still alive. I mean, everything we've seen so far suggests that Putin's still alive. That there, he's not dead. That none of that happened. He is sick. Um, even Pravda and the mainstream news there has said he's sick. Um, been sick for a while though. He's hanging on. Why well, you don't want to go? Nobody wants to go. He wants he wants to hang on for the and see what happens. But what makes him so dangerous, he's a wounded animal. And if he knows he's gonna go, let's say tomorrow Doctor, you know, Shadaka comes up and says, Hey Putin, you got sixty days or you got one year. What's to say he won't start a nuclear war? He's not gonna be here anymore. What does he care? It's a dangerous game we're playing here. And then let's not forget, we got senile Mohamed Biden in the office. So we got a dead guy in, in Russia and a, and a senile Flippo in the, in the White House. I mean, really? This is probably the most dangerous plant, place time this planet's ever been in. You got Xi Jinping. I mean, at least he's got some brains in his head. Um, well, he's got to be careful. Because the wrong step for him, he could lose half his navy in, in in a day. Yes, so let's look at it this way: um, the Soviet Union outnumbered the U.S. ships three to one, but in a battle, outright battle, we would have won. China right now outnumbers us about about a half a ship. Uh, so I think we got like three hundred. I think they got like three hundred sixty-four, three hundred thirty-four. Um, but the difference is the quality of the ship. And then we have things like 11 aircraft carriers uh, with just buttloads of jets on them with pilots that will scare anybody. Well, put it in perspective, one of the does Chinese... The, yeah. does, the, does the Chinese Navy's aircraft carriers, are they, are they sporting wooden decks like World War II? 
I don't know what they are, but they shouldn't even be afloat. There's going to be three of them soon. And um, yeah, they are building more, aren't they? Yeah, but but the first one's an old Russian one. It probably doesn't even float worth the hell. The last Russian one, I, I think, class? was the end. What and, class? Uh, whatever their last class was. To, uh, they, Kirov, they, probably then. As far as I know, the Russia doesn't even have an aircraft carrier anymore. Uh, they said they're obsolete. They don't need to be needed. I'm thinking, yeah, really? Apparently, can't. they're not using their, their large uh, jet bombers either. Mm-mm. There's some reason they pulled them back. They they may have been overextended. I can't believe that they could be overextended in the Ukraine now. How, I well, mean, so well they bluffing they everybody to plan that well? They're either they're either overextended or they're pulling their you know expensive heavy equipment back so they can drop some other huge explosion that not and not to uh, damage their own troops or equipment. And that's quite in the realm of possibility. Uh, <clears throat> no, Jackie. Um, no, Putin's alive and kicking. Obama's alive and kicking. Biden's yeah. alive and kicking. Trump's alive and kicking. Yep. I know all y'all people secretly wanting somebody to bite a big one, but I know they're all- <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Well, I mean, which is kind of wrong. I don't fault anyone for wanting someone else dead who probably deserves it, but uh, you know, and I keep saying this to people, and I don't, and I don't wish this on my worst enemies. But if you have an enemy that you would like wish something wish you would like to wish something worse happened to them, uh, wish for them to have a kidney stone. Those are not fun. I would never wish a kidney stone on any of my enemies, but it's better than making wishing them dead. <laughs> I know. Uh, <clears throat> well, guys, um, well, no, the Congress. We got a bunch of bills in the Congress, and so I did see that um, the Republicans got smart and tied the new bill in for the packages for the Ukraine and Israel into defunding the IRS. Hmm. So for all y'all people out there who might not be quite caught up, there you go. That ought to be a helping hand. Um, well, because how many were they? They would have ungodly hired some ungodly amount of IRS agents. You know what it really was about? It was about creating jobs. <clears throat> well, they figured they could justify hiring that many people. Uh, and, you know, there's those places where there's one in, was it Kansas? There's only three or four of them around the United States. So anyway, wherever they were, it would have been a big boost for the areas, probably all Democratic areas. I don't know. I'd have to go look them up. And I used to know where they all were, but it's been so long. It's, it's not even something I think about. Well, no, the Ukrainian war can start a nuclear war if Russia drops a nuke on their Ukraine. But it won't be America that strikes. Nah, we won't blow them up. It would probably be Britain or the EU. It might be NATO. So I think NATO would do it. We probably would would refuse just because of how many we got, but they will probably find someone, France even. France has nukes. They're right there. <clears throat> well, they do. They might even be closer than England. You know, I don't, I, I don't know if that's still true. So I know at one time, uh, Britain and the EU, the nuclear codes were handled by the UN. But I don't think that's true anymore. I think that's changed. I think the EU handles its own nuclear codes, and I think England handles its own nuclear codes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since, since the Brexit? Absolutely. I think that's just the way that works now. 
That, that, would, that would be like going to a, that would be like going to a gun store, Joe, buying a gun, then going to an ammo store and buying ammunition, and then going to your friend's house and go, "Hey, hold this for me until my house gets attacked." Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, no, I think that's just the way it is. Now, what do you mean? Why do I think England's pissy for some reason? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, the pound's always they, like they, number one, but that's that's they have a new leader is. too. You know? Oh, did what, they get what, a new? Jesus, what would no. Queen Elizabeth have done versus her son now? I mean, we don't oh, know. Yeah, that's right. We got Philip up there. Oh, Philip's a Scientologist. Y'all didn't know that? Yeah, he's a Scientologist. Yeah, he said, screw that church. He's a Scientologist. Yeah, John just came back from meeting with him. I thought y'all knew that. Oh, God, people. Uh, y'all got y'all to keep up with these things, really. Um not necessarily. It's England, you know. It's, it's like every so, time I see news about the royal family, I'm like, why? I'm not English, and, and my heritage is Irish, and the Irish, some Irish hate the English. So, why do I need to care about the, what the next, you know, royal baby is going to be or the next royal mm -hmm. wedding? I have no interest, really. Great for them, fantastic. Hey, congratulations! But I don't care. Um, Jack, we um, we actually have a large audience on SoundCloud in Israel. No, we really do. It's a, sometimes it's number two or three. It's been one before. It's I don't know what it is. Maybe they like what we talk about. I mean, we do a lot of news, but I mean, we do they do a lot of paranormal, a lot of UFOs, a lot of. So, you know, you said that. So, I said this to someone earlier today. You know, yeah, all you people are coming back for your karma and you you're paying off karma, right? That's what everybody always tells me. I said, but you know, some of us like me are here to teach karma and not to pay it off. And they're like, well, what do you mean by that? I'm like, just what I said. I said, in order to have karma to pay off, there has to be a teacher. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, yeah. someone has to teach the lesson. And they're like, well, that's just shitty. <laughs> well, and, and, or, and or Joe, and or Joe Proctor, those who are here to learn, to make sure that, you know, there's no cheating going on. And to make sure there's no, no cheating going business. on. Well, no, we've done shows on, on soul searching and, and a lot of other things. Not, not on this particular show because we do more news here. Oh no, we're gonna. You, yeah, we might. Well, you know what? We'll talk about that right now. So, I did. I did see this. I've seen this in a couple of different places now. First, I seen Schumer and the new speaker fighting over the new budget, uh, which is interesting to see how this is going to play out. This guy, I don't know if I like this guy. I don't like this guy. Um, it's up in the air. Well, some people says he's kind of a hard right, crazy. Which he might be, but I haven't I haven't heard him go that that far right crazy yet. Uh, and he basically told Schumer, "You better watch your ass." And Schumer said, "You better watch your back." He said, "Well, you better watch your ass." That, that was just kind of funny, but uh, but he's getting what he wants out of the budget. And I don't know if McCart I think McCartney would have gave it up. I don't think we would have got it under him. So maybe they were right by getting rid of the the old speaker. I hate to say that, but they might have been right. It's a, they might have said, "Howdyos, amigos." Uh, we got a new speaker, and 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 well, I mean, it, it seems to work for them, people. I mean, when it works, it works. We don't. Well, no, we don't. We yeah, don't there, control. There's people. a lot of ways to plug up the the plumbing in in Congress and the House of Reps, and these these politicians are professionals at gumming up the works. They they can intentionally, you know, what they call it, filibustering and other things, and lobbying and all this other stuff. I mean. They, they can essentially stand on the podium and read from the telephone book from every county and every city in their state 
which has nothing to do with an argument against or for the bill, that, that, that should not be allowed. I mean, you, you, they should be forward thinking, not, you know, let's not try to gum up the works and, and, and falter this. Let's talk about it. I like this about this bill. I don't like this. Let's fix it. Let's throw it back to the beginning, start it over. That's not how they do it, but that's how it should be done. Yes, and I don't know. When I was growing up, it, it just seemed like they got along better. There was more bipartisan. Yes, I agree. It definitely way feels more bipartisan than 50 years ago. Yeah. No, it just no, people just feels like we're more on the edge. And, and with two wars going, it's not the first time in the world's history that there was two wars going. There's been lots of times. And there have been lots of times with more than two wars going. Uh, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. I mean, there's only there's only a handful of things that could cause the end of the world, and hopefully, none of them will happen. Yeah, well, of course, a nuclear weapon dropping somebody's going. So what do you what? Do you, all right, suppose it's Syria. Russia, uh, Russia drops a tactical nuke <clears throat> on Kiev. London or the UK drops a tactical nuke on I don't know one of the smaller Saint Petersburg. Russians. Probably yeah. would be the next flattens it, yeah, flattens it out. Yeah. So Russia decides it's going to nuke New York. So the next thing that happens is 3,161 intercontinental ballistics go up in the air. And six or 8,000 Elon Musk satellites come down out of the sky and boom, all hell breaks loose. So for Russia, this is a hard win. They would have to get. Close to our shores, which is already going to be hard for them to do, especially it's in wartime. Impossible with their sub fleet, and and, and uh, <clears throat> be able to launch a cruise missile, a low altitude cruise missile, and the cruise missiles can't hold that big of nukes on them because uh, they'll be too yeah. top heavy. So it really limits the damage they can do. Whereas with the United well, States, they can carry neutron bombs and, and you know chemical weapons. So it's not it's not just a threat of the nuclear stuff they can do to us, but. I, I don't fear their subfleet uh, with our eyes, ears, satellites, technologies that my dad's company did for the Navy, stuff that's probably still top secret. I guarantee you there's not going to be a Russian sub getting close enough to our shores without us already knowing he's on the way. They probably well, can't get through the geo gap without us knowing they're coming in. in, in yeah, at least that, the well, it doesn't matter. I mean, there'll be boats patrolling up and down. There'll be subs patrolling up and down. It'll be, it'll be insane, but I'm not going to say, you know, it's impossible, but it just, Limits them though to the damage they yeah. can do compared to what we they just could get did lucky. To Absolutely, yeah. So after that, Elon knocks these nukes out, and we go ahead and say, "Well, you know what? We launch say eighteen hundred. There is no more Russia. Whatever's left of their fleet will still be out there, but there won't be any more Russia. There won't be any more military. There won't be any more citizens. There won't be anything. Well, but whatever's left of the citizenry will be very, very remotely uh, detached from the world for a while. It may or may not survive, especially those. Well, Siberian actually, I, I, I seen the map with with eighteen hundred, and they showed it. It had it had to be done. I think it was like every seven miles or something. It would completely carpet the whole entire country. They said that actually, unless you were underground, you weren't going to survive it. And most of the animals in the continent wouldn't survive it either. Uh, so, I mean, we know how to take. I mean, this is something they've been planning on doing since what the uh, sixties. Uh, maybe the early seventies or forties or fifties. <laughs> yeah, so every every year they're up they're updating this on how we're going to wipe these people out. Well, they may even look at those battle plans every month or every they, quarter. They, they they I tell you what they look at them and and they decide well you know what's the best way of wiping them out. There's no doubt about that. And they're, and they're instantly and, and as soon as they had nuked New York or did whatever, 
instantly every hunter killer sub we got on a planet starts killing Russian submarines. They start sailing towards the Russian coastlines. <laughs> and, 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 and we had intercontinental ballistic missiles will be headed for the shores. And all of our hunter killer subs are all of our wolf pack. That's why they call them the wolf pack because they go out there and kill. Yeah. Oh, no, they hunt in groups, people. They, there's more of them little hunter killers than you think there are. And oh, yeah. uh, and they they will and they'll probably kill some some Chinese subs along the way just to be on the safe side. It's, we we uh, got ASW helicopters. They they work usually in groups of threes and fours. We've got ASW jets. We've got ASW boats. We have ASW small patrol boats. Probably the, now we have drones. I'll bet you. I, I'll guarantee you they probably have a drone operated uh, anti sub weapon that goes out there and drops whatever death charges or. Something to operate or to disrupt operations for their uh, their subs. They, they were supposed to, because you know, um, in DC, a lot of the buildings have missiles on them, but um, you know, sidewinders stuff like that. But now they're supposed to be putting them drone packs in, and the drone packs are armed. So we'll see what happens with all that. It's uh, they make they're going to make it hard to get into our country eventually if if time keeps going. Well, if oh fuckhead Obama wouldn't have screwed around, the laser system would still be it would be all intact. So they were designing a space-based, ground-based, air-based laser. Uh, the two air-based lasers work perfectly now. For some reason, I, I don't think they're deployed at the moment. Um, they were, they were able – the, the one seven twenty seven I think, was able to shoot down something like 1,400 or 1,800 missiles an hour. It was a lot, and uh, enough that to, with our regular missiles and planes and stuff, nothing was getting through. Well, see, yeah, Elon's I'm, different because yeah, Elon's electronic warfare knocks some of those things down too. There's, there's yeah, well, a yeah. lot of there's a lot of an, a, there's a huge umbrella around the United States as far as anything coming down from the sky on us. You know, that, that's why that's why they infiltrate through you know uh, our borders and through airplanes. But you see, you know? now with Elon's extra help at hand, see that's something nobody counted on. Not the Chinese, not the Russians, not even the Americans. No one counted on some some crazy space guy building a global satellite system that can knock down <laughs> nuclear weapons and threatening to use it as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows. And, uh, and then he threatened Putin the other day. I mean, Putin threatened him the other day with something and he was like, Oh really? Uh, uh, <laughs> he said, I'll, I'll rain hell in your ass. And he's, <laughs> he, he's not, Elon's a, cause Elon wants his own world. See, that's what people don't realize about Elon. Elon's building this. He wants his own world. He wants when he goes to Mars. Mars is going to be if he's the first he, one to he, Mars. He's going to claim gets, the whole planet. Yeah, then he gets a million or more colonists. He's going to claim the planet. I'm telling you now. And I have no doubt he's going to have some secret super weapons that he's priority designing in bitches. Or at least he's going to have to have some sort of super, you know, elite tactical group that protects him and keeps him in charge of whatever government is set up. Can't do it without. I know, call it Mustville. That's that's what I think they're going to name it, Mustville. And yeah. uh, that'd be the first city on Mars. Be big, huge Planet city. Elon sounds pretty cool. So NASA's planning to be on there in twenty thirty. Uh, Elon's already got their plans. So the way Elon's got it set up, once it starts, and it should be starting pretty soon. So one rocket goes. When one gets there, the other one's taking off. It's going. Then that one's coming back, and then another one's taking off. Eventually, yeah. there's like five going each way all the time. And this goes on for about a half a decade, decade. By that time, not only is there a ton of stuff there, there's a lot of already materials up there, and they've got robots setting up some of the, the living quarters. Mm -hmm. But he agreed finally, some, I've been preaching this for two, de three decades. If we're going to build there, build inside Olympus Mines, we know there's cavities in there, and we know it's protected. 
you know, a big asteroid. It has to be a monster asteroid to get inside that big freaking mountain. And uh, plus, you could put an elevator in. As it got close to space, you would be weightless. You could have a weightless docking system. You wouldn't even have to land on a planet. You could just float in, sit down on top of that mountain, come on, have it brought down wherever it was going. Oh, it's a great idea, people. You could have a two or three level apartment and, you know, you want to go to bed. You don't need stairs. You just jump yeah, to the next level. We were talking about this at work today. Me and a, a co-worker, it would be like John Carter of Mars, you know, when in the beginning when he goes to Mars, he can't handle the gravity. So he takes one step and he winds up jumping 20 miles through the sky. <laughs> you know? yeah. Wouldn't quite be like that, but it, it, you'd be surprised how high you can jump. Uh, Jimmy, there's like three or four John Carpenters of Mars. Everybody's got their favorite. Uh, I like the latest one. I think it was the latest one that came out. Maybe the second. Yeah, the latest that's one. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of goofy. He's like he's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I recommend it. I would I would have liked to have seen them finish the series out, but the, after the first one came out, the, um, apparently there's. Uh, the, the books have diversified copyright owners. So not one company owns all the rights for filming. So they can't, they, they have, we're not able to make a second and third one, which, which is terrible because I like the actor and he did good as John Carter. It would have been a good, you know, four or five movie series. What is this? Crimea satellite shows Russia mints landing ship stripping down or stripped down. Oh, they're taking it apart. What a troop uh, transport. It's no, it's what was it? It was a, a, a yeah, troop transport landing ship. They're taking it down. Hmm. Uh, what the hell? Well, Russia may be in more trouble than we thought. I mean, with all the <laughs> sanctions on them, and the only people buying gas from them is the Chinese. Um, I, I think they bit off more than they can chew. Yeah, but see, that's another thing Trump was right about when he told uh, um, uh, what's her name, uh, Mergle, whatever his name is, whatever. Uh, I always want to call him anywhere. That's the, that's the girlfriend or the wife. But what's uh, anyway, he told her, he said, no, you can't buy fuel from our enemies. What is wrong with you? Yeah. It, uh, you can't do that. I mean, money to use towards the Ukraine war. Well, yeah, well, this, this is, yeah, well, he, you know, but I mean, he told them this when he was president He he's in before. He said, you can't give our enemies money. So you're, you're over there. Germany's over there buying tons of fuel, you know, from Russia, and then Europe starts doing it. You, you just made them rich like the damn uh, Arabs. We can't have Russia having that kind of money. Lord knows what the idiots will do. Um, Russia should just end this war. And as far as the Israelis go, I'm going to tell you this. As, before, as, as far as Hamas goes, one of their people left Hamas the other day. He just left because he realized they did something bad. So he was on, on the news. He was Anyway... He goes, Hamas was not ready. His words, Hamas was not ready for the overall total just destruction and just viciousness that the Israelis came at him with. They thought, and he said this, he said they thought the way they did it would make the Israelis think and want to negotiate. They didn't realize what they had started. And I'm thinking you should have after what happened in the United States. You should have realized the Israelis are like us. Uh, you, not bear. You, just, you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Is the Israelis, particularly those of, of Jewish orientation, because there's not just Jewish people living there. There's Pakistan, there's Palestinian Israelis, there's Arab Israelis, there's all kinds of different people who live there that aren't Jewish. Um, there's even Americans that live there. One of my friends from high school, 
who is Jewish, he lives there now. I don't know if he changed his citizenship, but he lives in Tel Aviv. Uh, so it's a diverse community, and you, you poked a sleeping bear, and they're coming at you, and that's that's on you. So they well, they should have known better. Oh no, yeah, we're gonna talk about that too. So Biden's administration does have a new bomb coming out. It's to replace some of the older versions. It's about three or four times as potent and probably can reach from one side of the planet to the other. Uh, 360 kilotons. 360 kilotons. Most of our bombs are 50 kilotons. Yeah. 300. So, so, right, if you drop 360 kilotons in New York, instead of being a two-mile explosion inside with a two-mile radiation radius and then a drift of 20, now you're going to have completely flattened New York. There's not be nothing standing anywhere. And probably not just the city, but probably the entire state. It's going to just flatten their asses, and then the radiation field is going to be another. It, these are these are these aren't planet busters, but these are badass bombs. Well, I don't know if we can do a planet buster. I, I don't know. We'd have to get one to the core to have a planet buster. I don't think we could build a big enough bomb that on the surface. You mean if we buried it? Well, if we buried it, maybe maybe if we buried it a couple of miles down, maybe that would do it. Yeah, dig down as far as we can and drop it, like 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 in Armageddon when they blew up the asteroid. Oh, speaking of that, they just found. Uh, uh, yes, they found the remnants of another world under our mantle. Yes, it might have. It's not the moon. No, see, that's what I thought when they originally said, "Oh, this must be the remnants of the moon from when it crashed into us." This was another world that crashed into us somewhere else along the way. Again, it tells you how violent the freaking solar system is. It's crazy. It's it's post. I've seen it on, I think it was on NSN News or uh, Yahoo News was on one of them. Yeah, you can find it. I don't. But we're building these massive bombs. and We, we haven't built a nuclear bomb in a while now. All of a sudden we build them. I, I, it's just dangerous for us. It's, it's yeah, dangerous for everybody. That's not good news. Oh, wait, you know, you, the, only time, the only time you start building something is when you intend on running out of something like it or the exact item. You, you need to, and you're preparing to replace them. So, oh, wait. So, Russia and China are doing, let's say, joint patrol of Russia and China in the Pacific uh, circled around the Japanese islands. Uh, recent attempts to wait. Oh, man, it won't let me hand the whole story for some reason. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I was going to read it to y'all, but there's a commercial and it won't go bye-bye. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. That's a BS. See, that's just BS is what that is. Well, no. So anyway, they um, Russia basically and China are just patrolling because it's the U.S.-Korea-Japan alliance is what they're worried about. Yes. What do you mean? That you're scared that Japan and Korea will side with China? I doubt that. I seriously doubt they would. I don't think that's going to happen. Japan's always hated China. Always. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to get into where everybody came from, you know, because who's ancestors of who? Well, yeah, that's what they say. All Asians, Orientals are related. I have no idea. But that's that's it's supposed to be one race. It's not supposed to be no, it's not. There are there's one they, every all of Japan, Korea, everybody down there came from one source at one time or another. Mm -hmm. Nobody just everybody just argues about where it was. A lot most people say it came from China. 
which is which is probably the correct thinking. And and, and the only reason why they look slightly different, you know, Koreans versus uh, Japanese versus Chinese and even Taiwanese and even some of the Polynesians who are also considered Asians, by the way, um, uh, just because of their genome. They, it's just the regional things where they, the way they their culture are. Like, for instance, my roommate in, in uh, college was South Korean. And he said, do you know why my face is flat, round and fat? And I said, no. And he said, it's because we sleep on our backs and our faces have over time grown wider which made perfect sense to me. It's like, so the way that they, the food they eat, the way that they sleep, the work that they do, the type of things that they, the type of culture that they have has changed the way that their faces are, but they're all the same people. Well, yeah, it's, 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 what are you talking about, Christopher? No, everybody in the planet is related. No, that's, that's the easy part. Uh, well, stick your arm out and let me cut and see what color your blood is. Is it blue? Is it green? Well, not technically. Well, okay, I shouldn't have said that. Technically, your blood is blue in parts of your body, but we're not going into that. You know what I meant when I said you bleed red. No, different parts of our world, you know, different parts of our races are, are, are the way our races are set up. Some are more susceptible to other things, but we're still all interrelated to each other. We're mm -hmm. all came from the same source. For instance, the native tribes of North Central and South America are more genetically inclined towards the Asian genomes than the European genomes. Who's marrying who? I don't. I don't, I don't what are you, what are you, who? No, I, no. Sorry, man. You can't afford me. Uh, I'm a high dollar date. Shit. <laughs> Ain't none of that cheap stuff going on. Uh -uh. I want high dollar champagne. I expect a limo to pick me up. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you need, you need a boutonniere for your wrist or your jacket, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want some diamond cufflinks. Yeah. What the hell I ain't playing around here? Double I'm telling you, no, but yeah, that's right. I'm not. I'm not cheap. I'm not one of them cheap dates. You, you want to take me a date? It's expensive. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. What do you mean? Who's anti-Chinese? I like the Chinese. I don't know what you're talking about. I really feel that the United States and China should be able to work out its differences. Uh, and I would if, hope so. It would be very cool if we could do that. I tell you what, if China would ever become a democracy, the world would change within a year. We'd be, uh, we'd be that one step closer to global, if not global government, at least global cooperation, no war, no racism, possibly global economies, uh, global um, money market. So that, that would be very good. Uh, well, not I don't have anything against China. I, I really do. I mean, American China were making really good headway, and then bam, well, because China started lying. This, and then they were putting their economy at twenty six trillion. It was probably at around twelve trillion. There was a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah, there was a lot of bullshit going on. Um, I have seen. I, I know what you're talking about, Louise. I have seen a couple of the new submersibles that the Navy are working on. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of that movie, um, or that TV series. Um, Sequest, DSV. Sequest, yeah, with the flying submarine. Because these are basically what these are. These things can go underwater at a good clip. They said 90 knots. I mean, guys, that's, that's like fast. 130 miles an hour because a knot's a mile and a half. So um, that, that's, I mean, that's underwater. That's just incredibly fast. Yeah, They can do 375 miles above the water an hour. 
uh, that they're, these things are badass. They have all kinds of abilities. They can carry weapons. They can. They even have models that will be for rescue. They're they're going to be yeah, pretty cool. And they're going to. And they're talking about there'll be one or two deployed to every ship. Wait, they can be used for fighting. Mm-hmm. To every ship, not just carriers, but every ship will have a every ship. shadow yeah. super submarine. So, so you'll have these 300 or 350 ships, and each one will have one or two. So you'll have another seven or 800 of these things that nobody even knows what the hell the capability is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I imagine you could just run it into something. It would load it up with explosives and run it into things. But I, I, I imagine they have pretty decent work. They don't look like they can hold a, a torpedo torpedo. Not like you think of torpedo, you know, eight mm-hmm. foot long and shit. No. Yeah, they're big weapons. But, but I, think, I think they can hold some serious weapons. Well, there's really, I'll tell you this much. I think this whole thing in Israel, this Palestinian Israeli thing, I think is the biggest lump of piece of crap I've seen in a long time. Each side is guilty and wrong, and each side needs to admit they're guilty and wrong and stop this. Mm-hmm. No, because the, the Israel, so a different of mine goes, you just don't understand because you're not Israeli. I said, well, I'm not. I said, but I do understand. I said, the Israelis have been getting attacked on and off. For forty, well, what was it? it was 1947, so over seven. Yeah, it's almost eighty years. Eighty years, yeah. Almost eighty, it's seventy-seven, something like that. But still, they've been in that whole time they've been there. They've been getting attacked by the Palestinian people on on different occasions. Now, from time to time, the Israelis go in and kill a bunch of people. So it just it's they're both wrong, and, and you know they should be able to live next door to each other, but have to kill each other. And the bitch part about all of this is the majority of the Palestinians and the majority of the Israeli people don't want this this is not what they want but yet because hamas and now hezbollah are getting involved the palestinians are going to pay for this because first they're going to wipe them out and then they're going to wipe out anybody else that's affiliated with hamas and hezbollah mm-hmm. well you remember isis do you remember isis and what was Who, the other that? one yeah well who's that what was, what was the other one the one the one that took over afghanistan when you left yeah we all remember Al-Qaeda. that okay you remember al-qaeda <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, and do you see either one I want to screw with the United States? No, you don't. Because <laughs> you're going to die. And, and the U.S. can't leave it alone. Not only will we blow up all your things, but then we will put bounties out for whoever gets away. And big bounties that make people want to go kill you. How do you think Even we found Even their best that? friend. <laughs> How do you think we found Bin Laden? Over, like, I think it was a $7 million bounty. Of yeah. course, people are going to turn you. Oh man, I can get the brother of eight million dollars. Hell yeah, man! Uh, I'd turn my own brother in for seven million dollars. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, it's 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 unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Because not everywhere is like the United States. The, Europe's mm-hmm. like the United States, but but a lot, a lot of places are like the United States. But most places, especially remote places, are extremely barbaric. Particularly the Middle East is an extremely, they're living in a desert, an extremely harsh environment. Let's see. Uh, Israeli sends back thousands of Palestinian workers, releases them today. Well, they didn't kill them. Well, I thought they killed all them people. See? Yeah. What, what happened to 3,000 some odd kids? Yeah. Or we did. Uh, uh, these stories get aggravating. But yeah, that's annoying how they can yeah. reward it to what better for deeper. them. Yeah, this article, this is from um, one of the Russian journal papers. Russia's problems get deeper as winter draws near and the Ukrainians are digging in. <laughs> Russia's going to find out how hard it is to attack Russia in winter. <laughs> That's funny. 
immediate danger america conservative judge says constitution must disqualify trump Why? so so in the in, in denver so they're doing a 14th amendment which has nothing to do with this i don't understand what their 14th amendment and 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 one of the guys i asked even asked the judge because a bunch of other judges have thrown this out in other states he said is anybody brought treason charges against Trump? You're saying that because 14th Amendment means means like you committed treason or something like that, and uh, which there's not even a charge against Trump for any of that. In any of these four states that got charges against him, none of them have anything to do with that. So that's why the other judges were like, "No, this has nothing to do with this." So this court should just Denver judges a liberal, uh, is a Democrat liberal, and uh, and all but a couple of people are, are Democrats that brought this up. So again, this is politically motivated. When in this country are we going to start going after people who p- do things illegally? Because political motivation, people, when you go after someone based on their politics, it's actually illegal. It's the same as racism or any other thing in this country, sexism. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, like, what's going on with Trump? Right now, if you to any poll you look at right now, 59 to 65% of America thinks all the cases against Trump are politically motivated. Which is, again, what, Joe? Yeah. Illegal. Illegal, <laughs> hardcore illegal at that. They're illegal. I, I, I think anyone, if they convict anyone of that charge, it's it's it considered treason. Yeah, and that's an, it's it's death. You, you, for, you get a month and then you're gone. Fanina, is that how you say your name? Fanina. Um, I didn't vote for Trump either time. And I ain't gonna vote for him this time. But I, there hasn't been a Democrat I wanted to vote for. This is the first time in a long time I just didn't want to vote for anybody. I know you have to, and maybe I should have. I don't think my one vote would have helped Trump out any, but um, it's hard. I mean, you know, when I seen Trump the first time, all I could see was the guy on TV. Even though he did some really good shit, I'm not going to take it away from him. He, he turned out to do some really good stuff as president. And the whole time he was president, he was being dogged over the rush stuff, which we found out again was what? Political interference by his can- campaign, which what illegal? Hillary should be in jail right now. A bunch of people in the FBI should be in jail right now. Hillary shouldn't be alive if it's, if that counts as treason. She should have. She would have been assassinated or at least uh, uh, euthanized uh, humanely for her crime years ago if she went if she went to court for yeah, that. So we have three sets of justice in our country. We have the Democrats' justice, and then we have the rich people's justice, and then we have the justice for everybody else, and. Um, which is no justice at all, basically. What it comes boils down to. It's favoritism. You Meanwhile, can't do in the Western Pacific, China getting ready to isolate Taiwan. How are you going to do that? We're not going to let you do that. We're going to sail all up in there. We're going to wait for you to screw I, around. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Parade a bunch of troops around the country? How many people? Uh-uh. They don't have enough people to do that. Or they don't have uh, enough military to do that. Serious Space unveils the first Dream Chaser space plane. Go, go. I was wondering when this thing was coming out. There you go. There's going to be two space planes that are coming out. Um, well, this is, I think they just merged it with this, actually. Uh, this used to be Severa, Sierra Nevada. It's just Sierra now. So they're building a space plane, people. Yeah, pretty cool one, too. There could be so many ways in and out of space in this next decade. It's not even going to be funny. And more and more, we're figuring out how ways to get there, how to, with better fuel. Um, this one, this one's supposed to be able to take off like a plane go up on a vector and go into space and then come in. And the way it comes in is actually going to be less resistant. It's, it's not going to have all that harshness like you normally do on reentry because it's going to be coming at a much slower speed. 
See, that's always been the problem. And probably, when, different, and probably not as at not as steep of an oblique angle. Yeah, uh, most of our space vehicles, when they re-enter the Earth, if they hit, then the, the the thing they have to hit is like like the thinness of a plane, plane of glass or something that they have to hit exactly. And if they don't hit that mark, they will bounce off the atmosphere and careen off either into the sun or out of the solar system, or even worse yet, bounce into uh, down into the atmosphere at a different angle and immediately explode. So. It's a dangerous thing re-entering from space. No, Clark. The reason what he's saying, the reason it happens that way is because they don't have enough fuel. Once they've been deflected, they don't have the fuel to correct themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're, 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 they're screwed. Yeah, they're, the they're space shuttle was basically once it left outer space and came towards the Earth, it was ballistic. It's basically a rock falling out of the sky. Um, anywhere from uh, anywhere from twenty-seven thousand miles an hour to thirty-six thousand miles an hour, this shuttle could re-entry. Uh, I know they had a couple wild ones that were up in the 30s, but usually it was somewhere around 27, 28,000 miles an hour. Yeah, and they usually run it around 18,000 miles an hour because that's how fast most of our satellites are going. So then they had to catch up yeah. to it. So they had to be a little bit faster. And once they caught up to it, then they had to dock with it, fix it, do whatever, and then move on. Uh, um, well, all right, Chris, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this global warming for a second. So let's say that global warming is true. <clears throat> the whole planet's going to superheat. And let's say in a hundred years, it's going to get to the point where we have greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. So then what happens? Does it get any hotter for a little bit? But once a greenhouse gas is cut out the sunlight, then it starts to get cold. And then it starts to get really cold. And then we have a new mm -hmm. ice age. So it's, this, to, to me, this is, so this is kind of funny to me because all throughout the 70s, scientists were warning the Ice Age was coming back. And then all of a sudden, we started getting warm. And so everybody said, oh, no, the Ice Age isn't. But see, they were wrong. The Ice Age is coming back because there's always a warming trend preceding every Ice Age. Now, why these scientists can't figure this out is beyond me. You know, we, <laughs> I've been predicting shit that's so easy, like water on the, you know, certain things about Mars and Moon and stuff, that it was easy for me to think, oh, this is how this is going to be. And, but yet, these scientists who get paid buku money that went to buku schools, got buku degrees, can't figure it out. So you know a warming, there's always a warming before the Ice Age. Mm -hmm. So so they should think, it says, and I love this part. Oh, it's going to kill all of our food. We won't be able to eat so warm. Well, you know what, guys? In case y'all didn't know this, when the dinosaurs were alive and there was all this carbon in the atmosphere, guess what? The planet was about 10 times as lush as it is right now. So vegetation was out of control. They, yes, people, don't be stopping and lying to you. Get out and educate your damn ass self on what the real effects are going to be. The worst effects for us on any real global warming is rising of the oceans. And the only yep. other, and the only effect that any of y'all should truly be worrying about is if for some reason the ocean gets too fresh and the, the convection currents stop. Then or we or got the problems. salinity changes. If the salinity changes, most of the life within the oceans will die. Yep. So, but since we've known that all ice on this planet has been melted on more than one occasion and everything Several. in the ocean still seems to be there, then we know it's not quite what we've been taught. Well, we know how that be. works. And the reason <clears throat> is, is the coelacanth. So the, the coelacanth was a prehistoric creature thought to have disappeared 65 million years ago during the uh, Chicxulub event. But... I forget where they were found, Borneo or some, maybe off of the coast of the west coast of um, 
Africa, but they were, there were fishermen out there who were catching these things quite frequently and readily easily. So a researcher went out there, went out with these, these local native tribe fishermen, and they caught a coelacanth 30, in the 30s, 1930, 39, something like that. Uh, so what happened with that is they speculate that what had to, what had to have happened is, since we know that there's a lot of um, ecology way down at the bottom of the ocean, everything that was up top when, when the Chicxulub meteor hit, no more light, the food, dis once they, that level of food disappeared, they had to go down a level and eat, and then they eat that food, and when that was gone, then they go to the next. So they just changed their habitat and probably their feeding habits by following what was available for them to eat, and they made it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, but there had to be more than one or two. That's oh, yeah. You know, it's a, there's, there had to be enough of a population to keep them breeding for, you know, 65 million years. They, um, well, no, people, this, this wasn't the, no, the last extinction wasn't the first extinction. It was what, the fifth or the sixth. I get At confused anyway. I, I know it was for sure fifth. It might be the sixth. I have to go check it. Be I don't want to give you bad information, but anyway. Okay. Now remember, according to everybody, life started only 1 billion years ago on this planet. Now the planet's 4 billion years old. It's a little funny to me. It took three billion years for life to get to where. So, 4.5, 4.6 billion years old. So, so, and then some people say, "Oh well, the primordial suit was two billion years ago, and it just took another billion years for it to get to the first types of life." Eh, maybe because uh, they all want to argue, but then in the six times of life, which is what um, one one billion years or less, there was six extinctions. Jesus. It just shows you how resilient life is. I mean, if there was six extinctions in that short of a period of time, so you just let's just say every two point five billion years, I mean every two point two hundred fifty million years or so, there's a great extinction. I mean, there is a theory <coughs> that because people forget, so you know, like we orbit our sun, our sun orbits the galactic core. So it's moving through the souls through the galaxy all the time. And as it's moving, it's not just moving in a circle, it's moving up and down. And there is possible that sometimes we could be passing through an area, maybe with a lot of dense red stars. That's what kills everybody on the planet, or kills everything on the planet. It's just weird how almost like they're in phase, almost how it happens. You know, we blamed it on the rock last time, but a lot of people don't think it was the rock uh, because the rock is it didn't explain there, there should have been more dinosaurs left alive if the rock was a problem especially ones that lived in the water uh we know things because we know that because of things like alligators and crocodiles Crocodile. and other uh, things like that snakes, um, snakes. sharks so they uh, were kind of wondering why there weren't more which suggests it was some kind of other extinction event uh meaning that the, the whatever the radiation was the skin of the, the those kind of animals were impervious to it or at least resistant to it. So yeah, so it might not have been the asteroid. So we don't it, really, we don't. They did been, there, there, could be, there could have been some biological material in that asteroid also that uh, you know a flu bug or a, you know some kind of virus that came off of that that survived the travel through space and that could be what had wiped them out. But we don't. I don't think we have enough. Um, well, Jackie, maybe it was able to find that out. So Jack says the octopus was on the asteroid. He guided it to Earth. Smashed the earth and jumped into the water and said he was going to take over, but I guess there wasn't enough of them, huh? 
I don't think that's a good theory, man. Even though a lot of people do think the octopus is an alien. Yeah, they do. Uh, I've heard many scientists say they don't think they're native to Earth. Yeah, it's about well, their well, genetics don't match any other creature on the planet, whereas all the other creatures we all have very similar DNA yeah, markers. Yeah, we share we share DNA markers. Um, there are things that okay, we do know it is possible for there to be life on an asteroid and make it into the atmosphere and survive because water does it all the time. We we gain I think it's two inches of water a year. Uh, the because planet the planet actually grows. There are things constantly, every day, there's stuff crashing into the earth. Some yep. things burn up in the atmosphere and don't make it to the ground, but little rocks do. And as those rocks get, you know, the plant just goes, not very. But huge, like I said, two two inches of water a year are uh, dropped on that That's plant. significant, actually. It is. It's uh, so we're getting more and more water. We're getting it's It's just. Oh, maybe it is two millimeters. I'd have to go check in trip. It's, it's real close. Two millimeters, two inches. It's um well, no, you mean the moon? No, the moon moves away three point eight five inches a year. You just say four inches, yeah. It, it it's actually moving away, it's leaving us, and one day it will be gone. Not in anybody's lifetime today or anybody's lifetime in the next hundred thousand years, but one day it will be gone. As soon as the uh as soon as the captain turns on the engines and turns that thing towards the outer atmosphere boom yeah it's out of but here. you know since it doesn't spin i don't see why we couldn't just put some uh put some cables on it and pull its ass back to earth it's i mean it, it's quantum theory would probably be able to develop some sort of ray or energy field we can put around it and we and re re-alter its uh orbit yeah well, but you know what? Episode. We'll do like night the TV series nineteen ninety nine instead of planting nuclear, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just and just boom and give just it some energy, it push it back. out of the atmosphere, out of the solar system. <laughs> oh, Carly, no, nineteen ninety nine was campy. That's all I can say. If you want to watch it, watch it, but it was campy. It was produced by Jerry Anderson, who's famous for the Flying Thunderbirds, which was a TV show with marionette puppets. Yep. So, um. That show was also Space 1999, whether you believe it or not, Joe, was also uh, there were marionette puppets in that show as well. All of the space vehicles were, were marionette puppets. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, yeah, all, all the, the, the flying, the, they call them the eagles, the, the really weird looking spaceships. Those were all marionettes. <laughs> you mean Reese? No. Well, right now, the Ukrainian war and the Israeli war seem to be stable. Uh, well, I hate to even use that word. Uh, but they, whoops, they do seem to be stable. Uh, at least partly stable. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Wednesday show. You'll, you'll have to come back for that. No, that was Wednesday show. No, 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 no. You mean where we were showing all the, the yeah, no, that was Wednesday show. Yeah. No, there was some good stuff on that show. It was it, was, it done really well. Last I think it, I did it was like three point three million listeners or something. It was wow. um, yeah, it was a good show. And a lot of people Just enjoyed. This it. past Wednesday. Yes, this past Wednesday. Wow. It's uh, I I told Jay, I'm, uh, Jeffrey, I'm gonna start have charging for giving him giving him Jay back to get more listeners to his show. <laughs> well, I still do a show, you know, one uh, every three Fridays, but. <laughs> What's, um, Carly, I wouldn't trust Biden to take us anywhere, even to the grocery store. I mean, really, he makes no. me nervous. Well, who? Okay, who? Who's who's out there? Who's next? 
So if Trump goes to jail, nobody wants Biden in the office. Nobody's going to elect Kamala. The Democrats really don't have anybody they can feel because Newsom is not going to get elected. Nobody can stay in California right now. So who they have nobody. And Kennedy left the party and is an independent oh, yeah. now. So he's going to draw mm-hmm. 10 to 15 percent of the Democrats vote. He may draw enough votes away from them for the Republicans to win. Yeah. The, the Republicans have people. They have DeSantis. They have Nikki Haley. They've got a few more besides that. So they can actually get a chance. You mean Pence? Nobody's voting for Pence. Nobody. Pence was a Pence. Yeah. He was a wuss. That's all I can say. Um, so they have people. So they would probably win either way it goes. Because nobody likes Biden. Bingo. If not, they didn't like him. They don't trust him. He's scary. He he's, he has an absent look on his face, so it, it's it's hard to trust the guy who, while he's talking, he's like he just looks spaced out. I want I want a president who actually stay. I want a president who says, "Oh, the economy's good and everybody's doing good." Well, really. So yes, that's true. If you're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more, you're doing good. This, this economy's not bothering you. The gas, the gas, three dollars, four dollars a gallon. That's not bothering you. Yeah, in Cali, six dollars a gallon. That's, that's not bothering you. Food prices aren't bothering you. But for the other two hundred ninety-eight million people on a co- planet, I mean, in a country, it's bothering them. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, guys, come on. There comes a point where you have to stand up, Democrats. I'm ashamed of y'all. I've been ashamed of the Republicans on and off for decades, but I'm ashamed of y'all. I mean, come on. You're letting your party just become just a launching board for ignorance. I yeah. mean, you know how many people you, you've let into between between um, this president, not Obama. Obama when Actually, Obama was pretty good about the board. He he deported more people than Trump did. Mm-hmm. Um, but He just did it quietly. <laughs> he did it quietly, yeah. He wasn't vocal about it. <laughs> But Clinton was bad about it. And of course, now we got Biden who's bad about it. And the argument is Biden, they're saying between two and four million people. I said, okay, this is an army we're letting in our country, people. Fifth column. We don't know, we don't know who these people are. We don't know what they are. And it is a fifth column. Yeah. And, and they don't even and, have to come in with equipment because once they get here, they can go to any. Yeah. As long as they don't have felonies, yeah, they, can go get, they can go get a gun. They can go buy all kinds of stuff. Uh huh. They, they can go, get a fully automatic gun for they cheaper go, than they, they go were sold. For, they can go learn how to blast things, go work on a blast site, learn how to blast things, and we don't know. We're just thinking they're people because yeah. we're stupid. We can't keep doing this. It's, it's going to bite us in the ass, and then we're going to be fighting a war on two fronts. We're not going to be able to let our, all of our citizens go fight because we're going to have to be defending our own country. And, it's, and it's if anyone it's out there remembers the TV, also remember this, the... the um, Red Dawn movie, uh, the original one, not the new. The remake is good too, but the original one, the the, the precept was that Russia and China got together. Yep, right there now. Assistance from Mexico, yeah, and sent troops up through Texas, and Cuba, and the Russians came up through the Chinese and, and Mexicans came up through uh, Mexico, and the Russians came across Canada, and they just split the country in half, both us and Canada actually, and, and so. That, that's essentially what's happening is they're coming right across the borders of Texas, California, Arkansas, and filling our streets with potentially deadly army guys. Well, they're probably going to fight better than the ones they got right now. 
I don't know, but it's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game. We don't know who it is it's, coming it's across our borders. And recently, there's been a lot of things showing that the majority of people coming across have been men in their like 30s and 40s. So we, we don't need that in our country. We've got enough people here looking for jobs. Um, and we need people to come here legally. I mean, it makes no sense. We make all these people come to our country legally. We put them through all this bullshit to become a citizen. And then we just let, we just let criminals pull across the border. I, it just makes no sense. Yeah. And most of when you ask somebody who came to this country legally what they think about the illegals getting in here, they're they're not happy about it either. They're upset about it. <laughs> they're all I mean, upset about it. it. It takes a lot of time to become a citizen of the United States. It just doesn't happen overnight. And here it's we are. Letting, like what? Five, it have to be five years. Well, if you get married to an American citizen the, the correct and legal way, you have to be married for a minimum of two years together. And then I think you can petition for citizenship, and then it's another three to five years from that. You take a test. And you're in. It's yes. not easy. You got to know some Americans. It shouldn't stuff. be. I mean, it's not like, you know, we just should invite everybody to come over here. You don't know who, what kind of, you know, criminals you'll get. It's the same idea. But if you, they come through the correct document, documented way, you can find out before they become a citizen way back in their past. Oh, look at this. This guy's a pedophile. Nope, you're not getting in. Yeah, you, you, you're blocked, buddy. Um, mm hmm but we're not doing that. And we want good people. We don't, somebody said, well, we're the, the country that takes all the people. We do. But, you know, we don't have we to take bad people. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we just don't have to take bad people. There's a lot of people who want to come here for education, that want to come here and stay here. You know, a lot of people who come here to go to college uh, end up staying here. That's where the uh, that's where a good bit of the undocumented has come from. That's, that's one avenue. They, they can get through the front door. Everybody sees them walk through the front door, but no one sees them go out the exit. Yeah, no one monitors that stuff. Yep. We well, no, I mean, no, that's they, 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 no, a lot of them apply to be, to be legal citizens. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they'll come here, they'll go to college because uh, we allow for college programs, and they'll decide instead of going back to whatever country they came from, uh, they decided they want to stay here and practice. And some of them mm -hmm. will do stay here, do their residency, and do other sons, and then go home. But yep. you know, it's it's. It's it's not just the lure of the practice; it's lure of the money. So they can stay here for ten years and probably make enough money to go back to their home country and live pretty much like a king until they died. Oh yeah. Uh, well, with the exception of a European country, all the rest of the country's money is far less than ours is. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think the EU, I think it's trading below us right now. The the one you always got to watch is the freaking pound. It's almost always on top. I don't know how it does it. The sterling pound, it's almost always on top. Not as much as it used to be, though. What is that, Jack Reese? Oh, Bitcoin. So, um, you know, Bitcoin's been coming up a lot lately. Uh, right now, it's up to $34,000. Um, I had wow. bought some a while back, and it was at twenty two when I bought in, so I was happy to see it go up. Well, when Bitcoin first came out, it was around sixty thousand a, a coin. It fluctuates a lot. See, that's what makes Bitcoin so dangerous. If you're holding a bunch, and all of a sudden it drops to like you know eighteen thousand dollars, and you were sitting at forty, you just lost a shitload of money. And it may come back up, and it may not. We see that's the other problem with Bitcoin. You just you just don't know if it's stable. Uh, is it going to be stable? Is our government going to decide to regulate it into uselessness? 
Yeah, I mean, it, and it's backed with nothing. So, I mean, yes, it's backed with it's not real money whatever, at all. Whatever real cash you pumped into those kind of things, when slash if it crashes, you're not getting that back. It's not it's not FDIC insured. It's not your your investment isn't covered by the federal government, and you're not getting any of that money back. No, you, you've lost that. Um, no, as long as you're trading with, and as long as it stays solvent, it, it's okay. Well, you see what happened with that guy. He's he crashed out. What was it? Four billion dollars. Uh, the market right now for Bitcoin is worth about six hundred eight billion. Last time I checked, so no, it's playable, but it's just so. How long is it going to be around? Is China and so China uses it right now? I think Russia does, and and Saudi and all them doing we do, but it's not acceptable everywhere you go. It's not like a Visa or a Mastercard or a dollar bill, and it is it fluctuated around a lot. Well, yeah, Don, you can mine your own. With the mining software you get today, is going to take a while. So for every machine, you, so each machine is a miner. One computer is one miner. My systems are like that, but one, one computer is one miner. So for an average person today, that mining machine will make between three and $400. So if you've got 10 machines, it's $4,000 a month if you got them running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you've got 20 machines, that's $8,000 a month. It's a lot of electricity, my friend. So you got to take that in consideration. And it's a lot of computers. You hey, know, Joe, I no, you I'm going to take this little fellow outside and let him see if he can. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I got, I, got, I got you covered, man. All right. I'll be back in a minute. Right, let's see what happened there. I lost myself there for a minute. No, Jack. Um, no, Jay's, Jay's babysitting the pup tonight, so. That's why you don't hear him any other time. He's he's babysitting tonight. Well, lately the U.S. has been poking China and poking Russia. Um, we got tired of them just roaming around doing whatever the hell they were doing. So the U.S. is kind of poking back now. They're kind of like, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to poke at y'all a while and see, see how brave you really are. Well, we found out in Russia's case, they don't want any of this. And China pretty much doesn't either. Well, it's hard for China because Xi Jinping don't want to lose face because if he loses face, he's out of power. There'll be somebody new that takes over. Yeah, that's how China works. So um, he can't go around losing face. He can't take the risk. So if he decided he like he wanted to invade Taiwan and the U.S. blocked it, the U.S. stopped or the U.S. kicked him out, he would lose face. And he'd either have to start a real war or he'd have to step down. He can't win a real war. It doesn't matter how many people he has. They don't even have them. They would have to start melting their cars to make guns. And remember, cars ain't made out of steel like they used to be. The United States has got a ton of old steel cars laying around, but that's not, that's not how China started out. No, and they don't have all that metal and steel that we have. There's a lot of things China don't have that the U.S. has. And once we cut them off from food, they're in deep shit. Look what look what Japan did. I mean, World War One and World War Two. They just cut them off of food, and Chinese were surrendering their guns for rice bowls because <laughs> they were going to die. Either way it was going, they were going to die. So you might as well die on a full stomach. And that's what will happen this time. You got to remember there's 1.4 billion of them. Any real disruption of the food base really causes serious problems. I mean, we're talking serious problems. Now you can't just cut them off. I mean, 
if, if all of a sudden their major imports that feeds their people are cut off and you're out there patrolling the seas, not even letting their fishing boats fish, they're screwed. And you got to remember, China's not just fighting the U.S., they're fighting NATO and Europe. It's a much bigger war. So if you're fighting the U.S., you've got a little bit of advantage because we have to go over there with aircraft carriers and, and stuff like that and bring our troops all across the oceans and all. But if you're fighting the U.S. and NATO and Europe, they're already there. Mm-hmm. So they can launch them all over the place, all over Europe and other places out there from the Scandinavian countries, it makes it really hard to stop that. You can't defend all those territories. And of course, you know, they can get fuel from Russia, but if the U.S. starts blowing up the fuel in and out, that's not going to help them either. Now, this is just a war they can't win. And it's a war they don't want to win. Starting a war with us, not only does it risk everybody over there just going to shit in a handbag, but it risks starting a nuclear war. Because China might feel that, oh, U.S. fleet's right there, let's nuke them. Well, then we would retaliate and we would wipe out Beijing and Hong Kong and all the major cities would be gone in 15 minutes. Well, because it wouldn't be from here, it would be from the subs. Oh, yeah. And then 15 minutes after that, the rest of their military would be, be gone. It's pretty much how it'd be. And it might not even be that. It might be in that 15 minutes, it might be the military end there. Well, because a lot of those missiles have multiple warheads. It might be their, their their population. So in 15 minutes, China could perceivably lose 750 million people in most of all of their military and food supplies and weapon supplies in 15 minutes. Then what the hell do you do? You try to strike back? It's going to be really hard. Your intercontinental ballistic missiles we're not worried about because we have ways to knock them down now. So... Are your submarines good enough to get close enough to U.S. short attack? Especially when our whole fleet's deployed. Ah, that's risky business. And are, is your infrastructure going to be intact enough to even deploy that? Yeah, you see, that would be almost an instant surrender is what that would be. No, there's ways to do this quick and clean and painless. Well, not painless, but quick and clean. What I mean by clean is just... Whoosh. And don't think the U.S. hasn't been thinking about this for a hundred years. Well, Jackie, the last time China was in a real war, hmm, I don't know, 200 years, 300 years, 400 years. No, they don't, they don't own Mongolia. What are you talking about? They don't want to mess with the Mongols. Mongols might fight back. Um, they took, what was it, Tibet? That wasn't a war. That was just a, an action where they went in. Well, nobody fought them. You know, they just like annexed it. No, I, you'd have to go back several hundred years. To, and, and the war was inside their walls. They haven't fought a wall, war outside the walls as far as I know ever. They're not adept at fighting in the real world. None of their people have ever fought in a real war. None of them have ever seen a 30-millimeter Gatling gun just ripping a tank apart and jets and everything on the ground like it's tissue. When you see a brigade of American tanks roll up under full battle condition and firing away, 
you 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 know you're going to die. Mm, pretty much, even the, even the married things are going to die, but somebody, everybody's going to die. I would put the new M1s against anybody's tanks. Yeah, they're beastified tanks, man. They're not playing. Their tops are not going to blow off like the Russians, I can tell you that. <laughs> You're not going to pop a top. Mm -mm. But anyway, getting back to what we were actually supposed to be talking about. Um, I've, I've talked to several people while we've been on air. I've got a bunch of people written into me. A bunch of people are looking to see if we can find any articles where they're showing like the bodies of children are stacked up places of, of dead people. Well, we know there's a lot of people dying. We want to know who is actually dying. You know, you got to remember NBC, CBS, ABC, sometimes they just go off in a flare. Oh, it was 55,000 million kids dying. And then, you know, they say, oh, well, no, you know, it was only like 200. Uh, and they don't even, they don't even tell you, uh, they don't even apologize for the story. They just go on. That shit happens all the time. Then, well, look at the Trump. Look at the three years of Trump. With NBC, CBS, and ABC, did they ever even apologize to Trump? I mean, I heard more lies coming out there. I heard their host going, we've got him now, man. Yeah, we've got the information. He's going to prison. And then we found out the whole thing was a hoax. And that Hillary Clinton started it. And no one even tried to prosecute Hillary afterwards. You, you just got to be floored. Trump would have done that. They would put him in jail. A lot of people like Trump. I'm just. I think Trump did a great job with the economy. I think he did a great job with getting unemployment down for blacks, whites, and Hispanics, the lowest it's ever been for both blacks and Hispanics, and real close for whites. Um, I think he did a lot of good things. I think he, I mean, come on. Kim Jong-un didn't come out of his hiding for three years. Kim got out there one time and ran his mouth, and Trump said what Trump said, and then he disappeared and his sister took over. Oh, yeah, y'all, don't forget that. You think he'd be around talking shit right now? No, he wouldn't be. You, do you honestly think Putin would be in the Ukraine if Trump was president? He would not be. And China would not be thinking about anything about Taiwan because nobody, because everybody's scared of Trump because they don't know what he's going to do. Because, you know, instead of like some presidents in the U.S., we do little tiny stepping stones like we're doing over in the Middle East right now. Trump wouldn't do that. Remember, he brought the submarine out of the water and launched everything on the effing submarine, everything. He doesn't do shit half-assed. So you, you don't want to get in a war with this guy because he's not going to do anything half-assed. He's going to throw everything at you, including the freaking kitchen sink. And China's not ready for that. Russia's not ready for that. Shit, the world's not ready for that. The U.S. decides to go ape shit and start just bailing out everything we got. It's it's going to be nasty fast. And we got a lot of prototypes floating around for different things. <laughs> some of them are probably pretty good. Some of them are probably junk. DARPA's got a lot of stuff, but what's ready, what's not, that's anybody's best. But we our six type generator fighter is in the works. From this thing I seen the other day, it's beastified. There's a new fighter coming out, different kind of fighter. Um, it's supposed to be able to get to space and shoot down enemy satellites. So this thing's supposed to fly around like a plane, go into space, come back. It's not there's not going to be any kind of friction because it's just going to kind of like drop itself back in Earth or into the Earth. There's no friction coming in the way it works. This is serious technology. It also means that we can put fighters in the air, send them across the planet in under 30 minutes, and, and, and have waves of fighter dropping out of the heavens on people. That's the first time in history that was possible. 
there's a lot of stuff going on. The rail guns are going to go ahead and put the rail guns back on. Um, I guess the ammo came down in price. The wages went up and they got more money or something. The rail guns are beasties. They're, they're just beast. I mean, they just rip through things like they're butter. And there's no explosiveness to them. Yeah, there's no charge. It's just a hunk of metal. They can go through a destroyer like it's nothing. And what you can do, since it's a, like a machine gun cannon kind of thing, you can point it at the, the bottom of the boat and do, 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 and just cut the damn thing in half. It'll just break in half. It actually has that capability of any ship. Um, you don't want to go up against something like that. You'll be like, what? Plus, I mean, the damn Zimwalts are almost invisible when they're on the ocean. They look like little boats. You wouldn't think it was a, a big destroyer. Besides that, they've got all, you know, now, when you look at a Navy ship now, you look and you go, well, there's one little gun on it, but what the hell we got that thing for? That's useless. But that's not true. There's all kind of little weapons hidden around that you don't know about that you're going to pop it out. Mm -hmm. The Phalanx is badass. It can shoot down a hypersonic missile, but it's got to be a straight run. It can't be one of them skipper missiles. Um, they change course a lot. The thing's got a lot of ammo, but I mean, even that you got you only got infinite. I mean, it's not like you got infinite ammo. I mean, sooner or later you're gonna run out. When I was on the Nimitz, we basically had a deck for ammo. <laughs> well, we'll just say it was a deck size worth for ammo. Yeah, it was a big ship. There's a lot of things, and then there was a whole different section for the ammunition for the jets. You know, the different types of weapons and stuff. It always, it always amazed me that these things were kept in steel racks uh, with the pins are the only thing that kept them in place. And, of course, there was a firing pin that also kept the, uh, the tip from triggering if that's, what kind of, if that's what kind of missile it was. Well, we can see where it goes. But let me go back to what I was looking for a minute ago. Oh, yeah, this is actually what it was. So, explosive investigation... Um, President Biden's classified document handle raises alarming national security. So finally, so remember, Trump's was locked up at, at Mar-a-Lago in a big ass safe with a big old, not only was it in a safe and locked up, but there was actually a steel door with a lock on it as well. Because everybody forgets the FBI had visited him a couple of weeks earlier and told him what he had to do. So I don't even see how there, there was a, a, a trial about mishandling the classified documents because he, he did exactly what he was told. But here's Joe Biden. We're finding classified documents just laying on his desk. Come on. Classified documents laying on a box next to his car. What was he doing? Sitting in his garage reading it? <laughs> or was it, or was it, was it put there for somebody else? See, that's what I think actually happened. I think it was left there. For maybe Hunter Biden to find, make a little money. Someone to come by and look at, photograph, photocopy. Um, I have experience with that. Um, as I said before, my father used to do top secret work for the Navy. And uh, there would be times that I'd, we, we wouldn't tell him we were coming over. I'd you know drive over to say hi or go get lunch. And I'd knock on the door and you hear all this people shuffling and whispered hushes and papers yeah. rustling about and you know filing cabs being slammed shut and locked. And then they open the door about 15 minutes later because they have to put all that stuff away, lock it up, just to answer the door. 
So, I mean, this is this is serious business, leaving something that sensitive out for anybody to just walk around and grab. I, I just, and, and it's not the only place. He left them in other places. I, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, and, and y'all have to Trump and see, but they should have known that. When they went after Trump, they should have known sooner or later. They weren't going to let this slide with Joe Biden. And people had had enough about this. So they were going to do something about yeah. it. And, and now he's going to be in the same crap. But for Joe, all this stuff's coming to a head. For Joe and Trump, all this stuff's coming for, ahead for the election. So we're in November now. We're one year out from election day. Matter of fact, yeah. today today or yesterday would be election day. Tuesday would have been election day probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we're under a year now, people. And we got one president who may be getting impeached and may be in trouble for other things. We got another one who may, you know, I don't know, get disqualified or something. So. Uh, how do you win a president? How do you get, would it be a bitch you get disqualified and you still win? <laughs> I mean, well, this whole, I, you know, I don't know. Because once, if you're disqualified, they would have to take your, your name off the ballot. Um, but then what if everybody writes him in? You yeah, know, but you mean, know a lot of people are going to do weird too. stuff that could go on here. You, you know, a lot of them are going to be, let's see, uh, who's ahead. Head in the primary polls, and we're looking at the primary polls. Who's ahead? Who's ahead? Does America favor? Let's go see who America's favorites. Latest polls. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see. Does America have favorable or unfavorable opinion of Donald Trump? So according to this poll, 54% of America has an unfavorable opinion of Donald Trump. And what poll is this? So we know which one it is. Oh, it don't even have a name. Never mind. Disregard that poll. That's garbage. Uh, let's see. Let's go down and find a real poll then, apparently. Polls ending October 31st. This is UGov. This is the economics. Let's see. Oh, you okay. So this tells you right here, people, how things are in, in, the, in the unreal world. So U.S. government... Economics website says the economy, according to America, is 83% favorable. If anybody agrees with that, write to me. I mean, really. If, 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 anybody, if anybody agrees with that, write to me. Uh, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. Somebody even put that up there like that. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Unfavorable, unfavorable, unfavorable. What is this? These polls aren't even making any sense. Mm, Republicans, 75% are more favored over the Democrats. So wait, 55% don't want Donald, but 75% want the Republicans. No, these polls, well... Again, here's another one on the economy, US, usgovernment.com. People believe that 81% of America say that the economy is good. Where? Even NBC don't try to put them kind of garbage polls up. Everybody thinks the economy is bad. It's less than 30% think the economy is good. And, and you just got to look at this. Where are we at? We are at, that's why I don't like using this place. It's... Um, 538, I think is what it's called. Hold on, let me go make sure. 
Let's go see. Let's go see. Uh, yeah, 538 is it. It's definitely a liberal place. I mean, they're, they're pretty hardcore liberal. Uh, yeah. How popular is Joe Biden? Oh, I can't wait to see this one. Uh, uh-oh. God, he's more unpopular than Donald Trump. So Joe Biden disapproval rating currently is at 57%. His approval rating is at 36%. Jesus. And poor Don, Donald got him beaten at both. But you see, both candidates are over 50%. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm moving that somewhere. I don't know. I can't go to Canada because they're worse off than we are. But this is this is just unbelievable. Let's see what the Rosman poll have. What do we have here? Um, Let's see. So pink is the Republic as Donald and green. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Rosman poll adjusted. Fifty-seven percent. Okay, we're going down the list. Fifty-seven percent disapprove. Harris Insight Analytics, 56% disapprove. U.S. government, 57%. So this is uh, um, uh, Biden, I'm sorry. Uh, 55% disapprove. 55% disapprove. And this other side, now this is the adjusted side, to be correct. 56, 53, 58. He's, no, he's, he's over. He's actually going up 19 points in most places. He, everywhere you look, he's at least 55% disapproval rate. Why do I want to see Brack Obama? What? Oh, so wait, wait, let's go all the way over here. What is this? They come with some bullshit sometimes. Uh, yeah, I know he beats Obama in a lot of places, but he loses to Obama in a lot of places too. Uh, George Bush, look at that. He's way to hell up there. I'm like, we care about him. Oh, that was Jay. I heard him coming. Uh, I just reading polls. Oh, <laughs> those inaccurate things. <laughs> Ronald Reagan was his highest one was 70 something percent. Uh, George W's, I think, was the highest at 80 percent. Yeah, something like that. Can you believe George W is the highest rated? President ever in the history of the United States. That's some shit, man. Oh, wait, here's JFK. Wait, wait, here's JF. Oh, no, JFK didn't beat him. JFK's only. Oh, wait, that might be 80. It might be a tie. <laughs> uh, Dwight Eisenhower never got that high. Harry Truman, we don't give a shit about any of these guys. Uh, Gerald Ford. Boo. Even though when Gerald Ford took over, he had a 71% approval rating. When he left office, he had a 44% approval rating. Wow. Jimmy Carter had a 31% approval rating when he left. But when he took office, he had a 72. Yeah. George Bush, I guess, is his junior or senior. No, this must be junior because he's got an 81% approval rating. 81. So George W. Bush is the highest rated president ever in the history of the United States. And no, wait, his daddy's higher. Holy shit. Hmm. How does his dad in halfway through his first term approval rating was 86.3%. Yeah. Clinton's never got above eight. Well, what's Clinton's highest? 59. 
And when he left office, he was still at 50%, but he lost to Bill. And Bill was at 50% when he got in, so he barely lost to Bill. Wow. Barack Hussein, his highest was 64, and that was like two weeks after he got in, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, after. <laughs> and and when they left, they said he was at 54. I don't know where they get those numbers from. Everybody had him. Yeah, like he, his, his numbers plummeted so fast. Yeah, they, he was somewhere around 36. I'm, that, that's just somebody who wants to tell you they love they just love Obama. Well, a lot of them try to lie for Obama, but a lot of people get they get called out on it. Though some of the polls are easy to call him out on because you know he really he's his last you know when they started coming out with all this stuff about the the uh, drone attacks and all the killed children that were getting killed and stuff, and he just started catching nothing but shit. Yeah, you know that's what happens when you go around blowing people up. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. 270 to win. Currently, uh, well, they got Georgia in the blue. If Georgia and Virginia, oh, I don't know. This is tight, man. This is a tight one. But they definitely, Georgia won't. Georgia won't be blue this time. Georgia will be red because it was blue last time. Uh, I wouldn't count yeah, on these two. Thing, I think. Uh, they got a lot of states that were blue last time, uh, red this time. So mm -hmm. 270 to win. They're not calling anybody. Nobody's calling anything. Bunch of chickens. Bunch <laughs> of chickens, man. Come on. Grow a set and make a prediction. <laughs> no, what's this? Okay. Uh, so currently right now, okay. Nationally, Joe Biden and Trump are at a dead tie. 45% each, and there's 10% undecided vote. Ohio, uh, Trump is up by 10. Pennsylvania, Trump's actually up by 3. Good thing to see Pennsylvania getting some sense in its head again. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm uh, waking up. <laughs> uh, so in mass, 43% are blue in mass, 25% are red, but the other 30% are undecided. That's not good for the Dems. Missouri goes to the red. Alaska to the red. New York will be... So New York right now is 46% blue. Last time, Trump carried 46% of the state. Right now, he's got 38% already on his side with 17% undecided. He could take this state. He could be the guy who flipped New York. Te Texas already belongs to him. Arizona belongs to him. Georgia, uh, today had a blue, but this says Georgia belongs to him. Michigan belongs to him. Wisconsin's almost, no, it belongs to him. North Carolina, his. Nevada, his. Montana, his. Wyoming, Colorado. What the hell, man? Florida, Alaska, Minnesota. No, Minnesota is blue, sorry. Illinois is blue. North Dakota, South Dakota, all red. Red, 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 red. I don't know. If this is the map for the presidency, he done killed everybody's ass. It's looking bad for Biden. I don't. I don't know who else they can get though. I mean, it's it's in a year. It's hard to bring a guy in in a year and run for president. Okay, Republican presidential nominee Trump at sixty-two percent, DeSantis at twelve, Nikki Haley at seven. That's your three top. 
Uh, we don't care about the rest of them. So for Democratic nominee, we have Biden, uh, Wilmonson, Philip, and Kennedy. Kennedy's actually becoming independent now. He's holding 5% of the vote. That's enough to cost him a lot. See what we're talking about, people? 5% will cost – in this last election, 5% would have cost Joe Biden the election. 5% will cost him the election. Um, and then you got to figure there may be some other green candidates in there that might get a few votes. Uh, general election, Trump versus Biden. Trump 51, Biden 49. Trump versus Biden, general election. These are just different groups, people. Trump 44, Biden 38. Kennedy 14. So Biden would probably be ahead there, but Kennedy pulled that away from him. Uh, Saquanahana, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Biden is plus seven. Biden's 47. Trump is 40. That's the first poll I've seen like that. University of Houston. Yeah, we don't even want to go there. Trump's killing him. Quinnipiac, Trump's killing him. Uh, Quinnipiac, I guess Kennedy, eight more points. Uh, Trump, Biden, Trump, 46. Biden, 47. Whoa, man. Trump, 39. Let's see. Biden, uh, Trump, 35. Biden, 36. Kennedy, 19. Yeah, here's another government poll. Trump, 42. Biden, 42. So in the economy, duh, in the government website, they're tied. But at least <laughs> he's not winning. <laughs> oh, Biden, I kind of feel for you, dude. Here's the CNN poll. Let's see what CNN has to say. CNN has Trump and Biden tied at 43%. Oh, God. Uh, Biden versus DeSantis at 43 versus 40. Um, I don't know. That's just, let's see. Here's a Thursday poll. Pennsylvania Republican poll. We ain't interested. Uh, Pennsylvania Trump versus Biden. Trump 42, Biden 44. I don't know, you wow. damn Pennsylvania people. You just shit together. Stop smoking that crack up there. Up, oh, we're not even going to worry about Texas, Missouri, or Mass. Let's see. Uh, then I could give us a general election poll. So, now the majority of polls so far, Trump is is actually winning. Um, he's up in some of them quite a bit. I haven't, you know, well because. You go look at CNN, CNN, NBC, ABC, and all. You're going to always find that even right now with Biden, as bad as he is, they're going to try to say, oh, they're tied. And it may be true, but that's see, when you see a tie on CNN, every Democrat should get worried. When you see a tie on NBC, you know you're in deep shit. Because a tie on NBC means, because NBC's audience is like 80% Democrats. So if you're seeing a tie there, you might as well realize you've lost the election. I mean, a tie there means that Democrats are now voting for your candidate, for your enemy, I should say. Why ain't this thing plugged in? Hmm. No, we got election day November 7th. That's this year. There's an election day November 7th this year is what you're thinking about. Yeah, they got them coming up. There's all kind of stuff coming up. CNN... CNN uh, predicts that Trump will be the next president of the United States. What what are the, what are the odds makers in Vegas saying? If they're saying it, they they've predicted it correctly for the last what fifty years. He's uh, and then, well, 
I'll have to look and see. But right now, what they're what they're so this is what really should scare the Democrats. So if Trump wins a candidacy and he takes Nikki Haley as his candidate, as his vice president, he's going to landslide this. He'll have a woman VP and, and a woman that's actually got well educated, got her stuff together, uh, who would make a good president if, if Trump went off the walls, or make a good president when it came through. But if he takes DeSantis, DeSantis is well liked too. DeSantis is ahead of Nikki Haley by. 10, about 10 points, maybe eight points, but still, uh, that would actually help Trump and the all out election. People that were pulling against him, people who like, and remember, there are Democrats that really like DeSantis. Everybody forgets he pulled a bunch of Democrats in Florida. Uh, so, you well, but there's much that, like Nikki Haley, too. She's not a bad looking woman. So, I mean, it's, uh, you have good looking people. I was hoping, I was really hoping. Well, I was hoping Telsey Gabbard would run this year as a Republican, but I guess she just didn't want to do it. But um, I think Telsey would make a good president. She really has her stuff together, but I guess she can't get the money to get it going. Telsey's the one who ran for president. She was a Democrat, and she ran for president. She got about 4% of the vote, and then uh, she, she stepped out. I forgot who she gave it to. And then her party got so stupid and so crazy, she left the party. Yeah, she left the party. She told them they were just mm-mm. California school adjournment predicts Donald Trump will be the next president. Wow. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, most of these polls got Trump winning, though. It was a, a point, then a point, now it's three or four points. But just to remind y'all of a lesson, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Utah guy, um, he ran against a Biden in his second term. And he was winning. He was going to win that. And then Hurricane Sandy came along and really tore stuff up. But even that still wasn't getting bombed on what he needed. And then Fat Boy Christie came up and started, uh, Krispy Kreme came up and started hugging <laughs> Obama on air. And uh, that gave him the points to be. Even though I didn't like what's his face anyway, I, can't, I don't know why I can't think of his name, but he's a Utah guy. He's a Mormon. China stealing U.S. research is an alarming. Are you, are you, oh God, Bernie, uh, Bernie. You thinking about Bernie? No, uh, no. He was he was he ran for president. He ran against Obama. He's a Republican, and he's out of Utah. And uh, I can see his ugly ass face too. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. World War Three. How bad could NATO versus Russia war get? Not as bad as I want to make it out to be. Now, United States giving the Ukrainian assault breaching special vehicles for breaking through lines. Wait, wait what was I, John? Mythical reality. Oh, oh, do you mean the artificial sun thing? Yeah, I did see that. It's uh, China researchers develop groundbreaking technology to create. A mythical reality. Yes, well, they got their own son now. Um, if this is on there, I could, this is Biden's new nuclear bomb compared to the one dropped on Narasaki. <laughs> oh no, man! It's like, it's like a firecracker, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's it's. I, I shouldn't laugh because it's a horrible thing, but no. Um, the Nagasaki bomb was big. 
uh, 50, it went, what, 50 kilotons. It was 50 tons, one, I think. One, meg, one, was it one, one megaton? Mega, it might've been one megaton. I'm not sure. It, but anyway, um, dropped in New York city. It probably wouldn't be a big enough blast to knock buildings down. Uh, this thing is going to flatten like half the city uh, and then contaminate another 20 miles around the city. Which would probably include parts of Connecticut, because Connecticut's real close to New York City. That this is there. This is well, they're replacing some of the older bombs. So they show this blast on New York. Um, so basically, what you see is is a big chunk of the city's laid to waste, and then going up to the northeast, you see right, you see a big red streak right in front of the blast for that looks like about ten or fifteen miles. And then you see this deep orange that runs up through Bridgeport almost to Connecticut. And that's serious. But then you still see another. Bridgeport light. is in Connecticut. Yeah. So you, then you see a lighter color. What is that? Dun Dansbury. And then it goes up through Connecticut, Hartford yeah. and right next to Newark. This thing actually, when it finally ends, it's in uh, almost in Lowell, uh, Lancaster, somewhere around there. Not, not far from Boston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cuts right through Springfield. It's uh, uh, and, and that's one blast, people. That's just one blast. That's pretty damn bad. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's not the new one. That's that's the B sixty one thirteen. I think that. Oh, that is the new one. That is okay. Sorry. Let's see. Uh, what does this say? The actual detonation of Hiroshima bomb, little boy, resulted in estimated death of seventy to one hundred forty thousand people. Uh, Fat man and the Nasagi bomb uh, having a high explosive yield killed estimated forty to seventy thousand people. You know why it killed less, right? People because they missed the target. They don't like talking about that. It didn't actually land in. See, Hiroshima just they hit the city dead center, bam. Yeah. Nagasaki, they hit like off to the valley next to the city. Still enough yeah. to destroy it. No one can, no, no one's living there still. Oh, yeah, so. it's plenty enough to blast it. Well, so here's the original blast of the deep red, the deep yellow. Uh, let's see. That looks like mm, pretty much whatever area that is flattened. And then you got the red, which is flattened pretty good. And then. So the orange go the blast ash the actual end of the blast radius on this bomb stops in New Jersey, Greenport, wow. Williamsburg, and Murphy Hill and Chelsea. That's the blast radius. That's not the radiation contamination. That's the, no, that's not the fallout, which no, comes that, much later and for longer. So it shows you it goes in waves. It's yellow, red, green, orange, and, and this clear gray. Each one of them is is the closer you get to the center, the more intense it is. Um, so, so it's right on the edge of Midtown Manhattan. They probably seen wind is blowing out and stuff like that, but they get depending on which way the wind's blowing. And I don't live in New York, so I don't know what your standard wind is. Here where I live, it's blowing out of the south because I live in the Gulf. Uh, so, which is a good thing for me because any nukes dropped around us will be pushed up north and stay away from us. Yeah, most and, of the uh, airflow up here, especially around New York, is especially in the wintertime, it's really dependent on the, uh, the the swells from Canada. Oh, Hoboken, y'all are done. Y'all are dead. 
and uh, yeah. uh, Brooklyn Navy Yard. It's gone. Does it, does it does it have a predictor for where the radiation is going to fall or no? Yeah, that's when I was reading the other map. I was reading okay. the one. Yeah, that that one. Uh, the one before this one kind of showed you where it was at. Uh, this one right here. I'm back on it. So, uh, so the, this is a narrow band. So Harrison, Stanford, Norwich, Bridgeport, Monroe, uh, Seymour, Woodbridge. Nantucket is where this blast would stop. Wow. That's that's a contamination from the radiation. Uh, that's the width all the way up. All of that area, people, it's going to blast this area we were just talking about in New York. And then you're going to see... Well, you know what? I can find that. Hold on. I, I don't know which, which one we're on, so let me back out for a second. Let me grab this, because I don't know if we're actually on uh, Google or... Uh, you know, it's 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 amazing to me uh, when we talk about things like this because people are like, "Really?" and I'm like, "Yeah, really. This is what it is." So let's let's go ahead and blow this map up on here. Okay, when come, let me do it on here. Is it? Yeah, well, all right, there we go. Okay, okay. Oh no, that ain't what we were after. Bleep! What did I do with the bleeping thing? Okay, there we go. All right. There we go. All right. Okay. So y'all can see it. It's a little hard. Let me see if I can blow this map up any bigger. I don't think it's going to let me make it any bigger, but nope. It's as big as it gets. Nope. That's as big as it gets. There you go. I don't know if that helped y'all any, but so anyway, you see the yellow dot. That's the original blast site right there. And then it's that's intensity all the way out to you get way out here on the edge. That's New Jersey right there to the left of it. Uh, you So this is the blast radius. This is the actual bomb when it hits the ground. Or well, I shouldn't say hits the ground because it's going to be an aerial detonation. Um, air burst, yeah. So it's going to burst. And all these cities that I was reading to y'all before uh, are all pretty much wiped out. Different, different levels of being wiped out, but still wiped out. So then we click on this. And so when you start, this is New York down here. This is the original blast. There's another really intense radiation burst, and then there's another tense up the middle, and then all this is radiation all the way up here. This is Nantucket right here at the end. So all this is contaminated. Wow. Now, the bitch part about this is once this is all heavily contaminated, anytime the wind blows this way or this way or this way or this way, this contamination is being moved with it. This shit just don't go away. And that's what people understand. You see this blast radius, you're thinking, okay, well, yeah, a few hundred years it'll be gone, but it's going to be gone right away. Yeah, a few so hundred, you can see it more. 80,000 years. So this is, so, you know, it just, well, no. Well, this here is the, the model. So this would have been Hiroshima right here. <laughs> this would have been <laughs> one of the other bombs. This is the newer bomb, and this is the very new bomb, the new one we're building now, just to put this in perspective. So you see it right here where it says compared to old models. Uh, so basically these are different models and then this one takes you all the way up to here and we've seen the blast radius on the other one. So people, and that's one bomb. Now think about this. We have these things with multiple warheads. When we start putting these new bombs on, let's say we put 10 or 20 of them on one missile and this thing comes down. So this whole map you see is gone. All of this is gone. Yeah. 
there's not going to be any of that left. You're just going to be like, what the hell just happened? No, we just lost that whole part of the country. And and people forget that the northern part of the United States, there's 65, almost 75 million people live up there. Trump purge begins with Federalist Society. Okay, I'm not even going there. We've seen this. Oh, wait, no, maybe we didn't. What is this? House Republicans float new idea for funding the government ahead of shutdown. Well, good for y'all. <laughs> China supported sanctions on North Korea nuclear program and also behind their failure. It's also behind their failure. Oh. Uh, um, I don't know, guys. There's a lot of... Wait, let me go ahead and shut this off here because I got to remove it out of the system with us. Oh, y'all like that? We're going to turn that into a banner, that thing behind us, yes. Um... Wait, wait, wait. Magnetic field necessary for life may have been discovered on alien world first time. Oh, shit. Wow. How do we detect a magnetic field this far away, though? I mean... Say say thank you, John Webb or Jay Webb or whatever the hell the name of the thing is. Well, I know what the tool is, but I mean, you, you can't see magnetism. You, you have to have something magnetic to see. Oh, yeah, these are magnetic. Yeah, it registers right? the waves. Yeah, it registers the waves. Don't ask me. Um, yeah, I, I've been hearing weird. so many miracles. I call them miracles lately because so much shit. It's a magnetic field. I guess <laughs> they can see it shifting, or you know what? They can't probably see the field, but they can see the 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 what the field affects. Yeah, the effects yeah, on the, the just, solar solar winds and whatnot. Yeah, we just keep finding more and more planets and more and more planets that are probably habitable. We're over a hundred planets now that could be habitable, and we're over several thousand planets found. And think of the resources the on these well planets. Over the it's, probably an, it's probably an uncountable number, to be honest. Well, you look at it like this. So the the galaxy was 100 light years across. They upgraded to 160 light years across. So you figure there's, we, we could just say there's 100 billion stars. I think, I think they think it's more like 500 billion stars. And each star has an average of just, say, maybe five or six planets with a couple of moons. That's an astronomical number. That's that's a trillion or more. Our brains can't fathom it. So if you start thinking like our solar system where there's eight planets and a shitload of moons, I mean, what is that, yeah. 300 moons or something, not including all the stuff in the Oort cloud? Um, yeah, there's a, a crap ton. I mean, Saturn alone has 80-something moons running around it. I mean, it's it's the amount of moons are ridiculous. So, and they and they recently, like last year, two years ago, found another moon or two around both Jupiter and Saturn. So, I mean, they keep. I, I really, I really think people that that the chances for life are great. I do think that aliens have found us a long time ago. Um, we're noisy, noisy. I mean, we've been broadcasting in space since the the start of the Olympics, whatever year. The Hitler, matter of fact, Hitler is the one, the very first message anybody ever hears, ever hears, is Hitler starting the Olympic Games, the very first Olympic Games of that. Well, I don't know. So, There's the radio signals that went out before that. So uh, That's the only one of magnitude of power that could get out that far. That's what oh, they're I talking gotcha. about. So it was the first one. So think, he's, he, he's got a lot of firsts. Remember this. I mean, man's crazy. He did a lot of stuff, but he's got a lot of firsts. Mm -hmm. And being the first voice you ever hear, in space is for the man who killed or caused 53 million deaths. Um, well, you know what? That's not true. We the Americans can't blame Hitler for our deaths. We have to blame Japan. It's, um, 
we can't really blame Hitler. He, Hitler didn't come after us. He, no, he, J- Japan he was smart. Did. He knew not to come over here. Well, there was allied axes. They he, planned. I think he even told Hitler not to attack us. You know, yeah, because you know what, we'd have stayed out of the war. We'd have stayed out of the war. We wouldn't have got into World yeah, War II. We wouldn't have entered. We we just stayed out of it and seen what happened. We weren't that good yeah. of friends with England at the time, and um, yeah, you Brits. We were still breaking away. We we're still rebelling, people. What are you talking about? We we're like, damn Brits. Uh, yep. <laughs> we're still rebelling even today. Look, don't think we're not. We're still rebelling. They reenact the, the the Boston Tea Party every year in Boston. I mean, come on, get over it. It's how many years ago did uh, that happen? 200, 300 years? <laughs> here y'all go, people. China, once an unstoppable economical powerhouse, has hit a wall. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> Trump Trump just slammed the door in China's face. Because you got to remember, China cannot be great without the United States. It just can't yeah. be. We're the largest economy in the world, and without our money, you're not going to be great. And without our allies, and that's the other thing people don't understand, between the EU, the NATO countries, and the United States, well, not all NATO countries are EU people. Um, Turkey, uh, is Turkey in the EU? I don't think so, is it? Alexa, is Turkey in the EU? Although Turkey is one of Europe's main partners in the Middle East and shares borders with two EU member states, Bulgaria and Greece, Turkey is not currently. I didn't think they were. Thank you, Alexa. I didn't think they were. It's so nice. Alexa can find out. If you just need a little bit off, you just say, bitch, what are you doing? Uh, Yes, Alexa, if you're a real woman. mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if any sides start writing to people, just teasing. No, we only got a few minutes, but. all I can tell y'all is keep your fingers crossed. Um, mm-hmm. Russia is making me a little nervous, moving stuff around the way they are. I mean, this this is either they're plant, either they're licking their, their wounds because they got their asses handed to them, or um, they're planning on something else. And Putin does not big. look like the kind of guy who just gives up. I'm just saying he doesn't look like the kind of guy who gives up. He, he makes me nervous, and I, and like I said, I don't think the U.S. Biden's a little crazy, but I don't think the U.S. is going to go nuke somebody if they nuke Kiev. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to think it's a European problem. Ukraine's that big of a partner. Okay. The only partner that ever was with the Ukraine is the Bidens. The American, America is not really that big of a partner with the Ukraine. We don't buy grain from them. We, we supply grain to half the world. Why are we going to buy grain from them? Yeah. <laughs> No, we, we supply a lot of grain. No, Ukraine supplies a lot of grain, too. But these yeah. two countries supply a lot of grain to the world. And that's another thing. You know, Ukraine cuts off people because they supply, they supply a lot to China. Um, you start cutting them off. I don't have anything against China. I think China is a great place. I think it's a great nation. I think it's got, got a lot to offer. I think a lot, a lot it just our- needs to be a democracy. And a lot of our technological first come out of China. Chopsticks, if, the fork, if, the knife. Um, China becomes a real democracy and decides to get rid of their arms, and Russia will cave in and become a real democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could start disarming the planet. No, we could actually. Well, I don't think we planet. can disarm the planet, but we can stop pointing our arms at each other and point them in the right direction, which is outward to keep stuff like big rocks and aliens from attacking our planet. <laughs> 
they're a little cute furry aliens ain't gonna hurt you none. Even though they might think well, but there things. are some bad ones out there. So I mean, uh, we need to be prepared for that. Me kidding you. That's what Pine Gap's supposed to be for. See, that's something else that yeah. bothers me. It's Pine Gap's supposed to be defensive out of space. What does the U.S. and Britain have hidden down there? And shouldn't Russia and China be worried that we might have weapons that can shoot aliens out of space? I mean, shit, that's going to be some badass weapons. I was thinking if you had a mirror in space, you could shoot it up and bounce it back at any target on Earth. Oh, wait, we do have a mirror in space. Oh, shit. Um, well, no. So this is what was going on, people. This To put some perspective on this, Ronald Reagan instituted Pine Gap, uh, the WIP facility, and Star Wars. Okay. So the WIP facility, I mean, not the WIP facility, um, he did, I'm sorry, Pine Gap, uh, Heart Facility, and Star Wars. So the Heart Facility has been bouncing beams off the stratosphere and back to the ground. They also been punching holes in it. So everybody's like, what the hell are they doing? Pine Gap has got this huge system and this huge power supply. And then Pine Gap tried to say they, they closed down and then we busted them. We actually busted them. My car did. Uh, we found some billing labels that had them uh, getting stuff in 2021, 20, 22, and 23, which they were supposed to be out of business. But once those were released, Pine Gap came back and said, yes, we're still open. And yes, we are the joint, the U.S. joint, disp- the U.S. British joint dispense of outer space, defensive outer space. What the hell is outer space? That's past the moon. What the hell is, what are we defending ourselves from, number one? Yeah. And what are we using to defend ourselves? So now we found out that they're supposed to have these big power beams down there that they can shoot up to the hard facility, which can redirect at the, at the, at the atmosphere and knock them down so they can be used in or outside the atmosphere now. By shooting them to the hard facility, they can be re- redirected back to any target on Earth. If not, they can just go straight into space and kill whatever it is. They're, they sound mm-hmm. like they're big. Uh, I, I seen one of the Star Wars lasers, and I was surprised. It was quite a bit bigger than what you would have used to blow up a missile. Yeah, this it's, thing it's more like 1980s like, technology, though. Yeah, but they, they, they were using these things. So they were taking discs bigger than my house and setting them on top of the laser and superheating them and sending them in space. They were thinking about using it as a delivery system. But for some reason, they quit doing it. Nobody even would say why they quit doing it. Matter of fact, they got in trouble because they weren't supposed to make that laser public. This thing, when you see the beam coming out of this thing, you realize this could, on a sweeping motion, could destroy a city. Uh, it was not really designed, unless it was designed for some big-ass missiles, it was an overkill. Uh, so then you had that. So we now we knew that. Now we know those lasers have been developed even better now. So we know about those lasers, and then we know about Pine Cap, and we know about the heart facility. It does seem like the U.S., has some type of new weapon system. And I don't think the yeah, Chinese there, and Russians are aware of it. a good example of it in STS-48, where you can see that device go off. Oh, yeah. And that's he, Jay's absolute. There's this great video. So the shuttle mission's going along, and these things are flying around. Oh, this one thing is flying around. I'm sorry. There, there's actually there's many things. I think they counted yeah. the last count was like 17 to 23. But but there was there was one intelligently was, moving craft. Yeah. But there was definitely one one craft. You could tell what it was. It was it was yeah. intelligent movement. It, it adjusted itself for the space shuttle, and all of a sudden, you see a beam of light come out of our atmosphere, just hauling ass, headed for this thing, and this thing just kind of sat there for a second, and then just like. 
The beat never it even had a freaking chance. I mean, it never had a chance. It was like, yeah. So that proves right there, you know, you know, because when you heard the guy talking about we were shooting down stuff at the con at the Congress the other day, that's a lie. We don't have anything that can shoot them down. We ain't got anything that fast. Light speed apparently isn't quite fast enough to get them. That that tells you something. We light speed people lasers travel at light speed. So this thing got out mm-hmm. of the way of something traveling at the speed of light. Mm-hmm. That's 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 pretty good in anybody's book. I'm just saying it's pretty good in anybody's book. And uh, and it and it, and it it even looked like it teased it a little bit because you could tell the craft kind of stopped or slowed like it knew it was coming. You knew something was and, up, yeah. Yeah, it knew something was up, and then it was like, okay, psh. you're like, what what just happened? And can, I guarantee you, if you it, get this, why don't we show, why don't we show it? I'll see if I can find it. If um, and the bitches, if and if it was like the old days where you could have got the shuttle chatter, which it's probably available somewhere, I haven't been able to find it. But uh, I, I, I think it you, is. Yeah, I bet you if you can find it, it's uh, you're going to hear all kind of shit there. Because I've heard other other missions, I've heard Apollo, Gemini, especially. Well, damn, sorry. You find the um, the old Gemini Mercury missions, you'll you'll hear them talking about. All kind of shit. They yeah, were seeing all kind of, when they first went up, yeah, when they first went up, when they first went up, they were saying, "Oh, this thing sitting next to me. What the hell is this thing sitting next to me?" I mean, and then after a couple of missions, they made them change. Um, yeah. They made them change the way they describe things. Is yeah. this the one? Man, there's a bunch of these up here. Which one the hell is this? Uh, STS forty eight is what you're looking for. Yeah, but this is showing something else on STS forty eight. Oh wait, you know what? I was excuse me, I was dumb. FTS forty eight UFO is what I should have put. Yeah, <laughs> I put STS forty eight. Five hundred missions came up. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so let's see what this. Is this the one? Let's see if this is it. Hold on. Yeah, that was a Burger King commercial. People like to make me go insane. <laughs> Oh, don't mention Burger King. I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like a Burger King commercial. For real, man. For real. See, present. Show screen where it's at. There it is. There it is. Let's blow it up on the screen. All right. Let's turn on the volume just in case there's any. Yeah, I know. I've heard one of the, I've seen one of the videos that you can hear the, the maintenance chatter on the radio. But most of the crew is asleep, I think, at the point of this video. I said this ain't what I wanted. No, what the hell is that? <laughs> they have a CNN know about UFOs. Oh, that's a UFO. Camera cut off when it stopped. That is not what we were looking for, people. Well, while that's playing, let's see. Let's get out of here. All right, let's see now. Runaway satellite spotted. We're not worried about that. Come on, STS 48 UFO. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this might be it right here. This is there, it right that was here. It, wasn't it? No. Going from survival mode. There we go. Life, That's, yeah, having yeah, enough yeah. money to like take my kids on vacation. I had no idea oh, how to run it. Really? Whatever, shut up. Okay, people, watch this. So, this is the UFO right there. You can clearly see it. Can you see us? See it, Jay? 
Yeah, it's that dot right in the middle. Yeah, right there. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, okay. Boom, man. Look, it's gone. True, but there goes the thing. Y'all seen it? It, it is like, it wasn't even close. And this is how you know it's a UFO because we're, we're going to say it again. Blown up this picture. Is, this this the, is the most important. The original is a lot wider. It's a lot wider angle lens. Um, so, so yeah. let me see if I can get this blown up bigger. No, that didn't help us any. Sorry, guys. Um, so now pay attention what yeah. actually happens. Ooh, we don't even that. don't even worry about the flash. Just watch this because this is most, most important. So right now, this could be space junk or a satellite. So so it easily could be you could write it off as that. But right here, this son of a bitching thing changes directions. Look, it changed. You've seen the flash, and then you've seen it change directions, and then you've seen the other thing come up. Um, now it changed directions twice. And you see it. the it beam or whatever it is come by the particle, and then it stopped like it was like it. It was like I don't know. It was. It, we'll look at it one more time. But I mean, it's if it wouldn't have changed directions, you could have just wrote it off as anything. But once you change directions, that's intelligent control. There's nothing else you can call that. I mean, there's nothing else. NASA hates this video. There's a couple of SES videos they hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, so let's go back. But that, that's a, a hard 90-degree turn. Um, I mean, that's a serious If we were to do turn. that in any of our conventional craft, the pilot would die. Yeah, you're not. That, you're not that's not, that's not going to happen for us. There's no crash. See, and, and I mean, it's not just that it turns. Look at the acceleration on it. So you're watching it drift over here. It's, it's cruising on an angle, and then it turns. Whatever that flash is, which I think is a thruster burst from the shuttle. Yeah, and then the you see that come out. But it doesn't. It, you're right. It doesn't even turn. It's just it's going this way, and then all of a sudden it's going that way. I mean, it's it's like and it's it's turning just, a switch. I mean, it's and remember, people, we can watch we the travel. See, look, we're watching that. the speed right now. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. This little section, 1,004, 1,005, 1,006, 1,007, 1,008, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. It's, it's not even on the screen. I don't know where it is. 1,004. I mean, it's in a blur, and there it's still. It's just gone. So it, it, it must have almost doubled its speed at least. So you have an object that changed directions and, and, and sped up. And, and that's what they, by the way, this flash is what they say caused this. This is what NASA's excuse is. The flash, the shuttle, the shuttle engine adjustment, yeah. or the shuttle flash, and then this takes off. That's what NASA's saying this is. And then this thing goes blasting by. Which nobody even wants um, to talk about the thing. That yeah, can it can't be, it can't be a, a reaction control thruster because the Imagine if well, you and could the other thing is, if it had been a, a reaction control thruster flow. or an attitude control thruster, that the image would have changed angle. That's right, and it didn't. Yes, and that's exactly the point. See what Jay just told you. I'll pay attention. That's that's knowing your homework because when it blasted, it would have shifted. It would have moved it this left. This video slowed down right, tremendously too. On top up, of that, down, yeah, it is. But it, you know, you would have seen a movement of the shuttle because remember, this is a burst of of air gas coming out of the shuttle to adjust its course. And you didn't see any course adjustment, did you? You just seen it burst. You seen the light. Mm -hmm. Somebody also said from NASA that there were astronauts in the cargo bay, and somebody snapped a photo. I don't know. I wasn't there, and you can't oh, wow. see everything. It's uh yeah. it's a good, it's a good video. 
You can take it for what it is. Well, and I was going to say, but like think, said, think the, it this way. I think, guys. Though it's a little, it's a little slower. Yeah, but think of think of it this way, guys. Let's say this was an, a, a burst. Now you see the distance this thing's traveling right here. It's a big distance. Remember, this is our planet right here, uh, and this is traveling. Now, not only does it burst, but it's gone. I mean, it's going out into space at an ungodly rate. There ain't no little, yeah, the white line is our atmosphere. Yeah, there's no little uh, air going to cause that. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just, it's just not a good enough excuse. No. And, and yeah. if, if you see the video at, at full speed, it's it's even more dramatic when the, the craft changes direction. It's I mean, it's so fast. So this was on September of 1991. Damn, I don't know, people. I, I I can't buy the thruster thing. It just doesn't. It just it just ain't adding up. But anyway, on that note, we got to be getting out of here. Um, good little video. Well, Jay and I've been doing a lot. We did a lot last week. We had a lot. It was a good show. I got a lot of good compliments on the show. I was happy to hear. Well, we've also been going for. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing live shows over there for a while now. So, no, we back live. Jay will be with us sometimes when he can be. No, I got Jay working now. He's he's he's. I, I don't put him to work. I can. I'll be here. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey's probably crying, going, God damn, Joe, you my host alone. And, uh, no, Jeffrey, he hosts with Jeffrey in Church of Mavis sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know Jeffrey from Church of Mavis, the madman, the wolfman. Yeah. Well, we, we okay, we can't call him Wolfman because he's ball headed, but still. Uh, we call yeah, him, no, yeah he's, he's he's the mad Floridian vampire. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I, I suck your neck, you bastard. Uh, what do you mean he's mad? Who's married? <laughs> Jeffrey? If he got married, he'd no, tell me. He has a girlfriend, but he's not married. Yeah, he's been with the same woman for a while now, but uh, I, I ain't heard nothing about marriage. Yeah. I think Jeffrey might might croak if he got married. I don't know if he's a married <laughs> kind of man, man. He just don't, I don't know. Look, why you want to marry? If you're a sugar mommy, he might go for that. Yeah. <laughs> he might. No, well, he's pretty much in love right now, but you never know. You know, money talks and bullshit walks. Anyway, mm-hmm. we got to go. Uh, for the people who asked me about Bitcoin <laughs> earlier, uh, all I can say is be careful. Uh, it's not regulated. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 a it's weird investment sure. right now. You know, I don't know if the government if the government decides to regulate it, it's not going to be Bitcoin anymore. So I don't know if it'll be worth anything after that. Uh, it isn't backed by anything. And remember, it's, it's technically it's invisible fake money. It is a an algorithm that is built and designed on your computer. There's not an actual physical coin of any kind, people. Mm-hmm. Just so y'all know, uh, it's just a bunch of ones and zeros. And that's what it is. It's phantom. It's yeah. like fantasy football. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Some guy built this program, and he, and he decided, and, and it was it was running, running, running. He called them bitcoins. And for some reason, stupid people were started using them, but it was only in the black web that started using them. Uh, they used them all over. They were using it because it was untraceable money. They could buy and sell things, and the government couldn't track them. And that was the allure to Bitcoin. But now, as the government's starting to get involved, not just our government, other governments, it's going to get regulated. It's just going to end up like a stock, like buying gold or silver mm-hmm. or, or Tesla. Or I wish I could. I would buy SpaceX every chance I could. It's only it's only traded privately. You can't get your freaking fingers on it. No, it's traded privately to keep people like me from buying it because 
you know, they're talking billions, not a little $5. He had a hundred thousand dollars or anything. They're talking billions of dollars. Yeah. I imagine your investment in Tesla must, I mean, in, in SpaceX must be at least 5 billion just to get some damn stock. Tesla's going, pl- I mean, uh, I'm not, uh, yeah, SpaceX is going places. It's, it's ahead of its, its peers and it's doing well. And it's going to be Muskville. And so y'all know, people always tell me that you're not going to get to go. That's not true. So they're going to need plumbers and electricians and carpenters and cooks and cleaners. And mm-hmm. once you have a real colony, it's not just scientists doing research. You, you need, need everybody. Infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to need little restaurants and little diners and little places to eat. You, once you get a, you know, a couple hundred thousand, a couple thousand people, you're not going to want to eat the same place. And, and as it grows, you're going to need more and more and more of every. You're going to need to set up manufacturing. You're going to need people need, need to operate the machines to manufacture the things you need. It's going to it's it's a huge endeavor, huge. Yeah. So eventually, that's what it'll be. Within a hundred years, there'll be a million or more, probably three or four million living on Mars by then. We'll be Elon, living on the moon too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Elon plans on having a million people living there within two decades. Um. Well, he knows how he, what he wants to do, but he he says two decades. But when's the start of those two decades? That's the real question. Yeah, has um, it already begun? Or you no, know, so, next no. next decade? Well, well, you, you'll, you'll know how you know. Well, he's not that young. He's in his fifties. He's like 55, 53, 55. Yeah. He's uh, no spring chicken. I know he does look like he's getting younger. Maybe he got that new um, immortal drug. You know, Masters and Johnson had come out a while back. It was about a decade ago, and said that they had the uh, onset of how to stop aging in humans. And two years ago, another group came out and said that they should be able to stop aging completely within eight years. Now, you know, you can take it for what it is. I mean, depending on what age you are, it's going to mean different things to people. You mean if I take it at Mm -hmm. this age? Well, yeah, I'd probably take a decision. Pretty healthy and, and still can get in stuff and can probably get in decent shape. Not near. It's got the energy I had when I was 30, though. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot who it was. It was Pfizer. Somebody came out and said that probably if the drug worked the way it was supposed to, um, it would allow your organs to regenerate. So, because gravity is what kills us, if y'all want to know the truth. Yeah. The majority well, and of the sun, the, and, the, and, and the sun, it's in the gravity and sun, but gravity is constantly put on all your organs all the time, uh, all the time. So it's, it's, it's like anything being used all the time under a stress. But if, if you were immortal and it, those weren't affected, they would just regenerate on as those organs regenerate, you'd actually get younger. Uh, you would look younger and feel younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah what do you, what do you then, say that, that, that magic pill would do is like knock 30 years off of you? 20 to 30 years is what they're talking about. So they're, they're talking about immortal. Now, when I say this, people, it doesn't mean that you're bulletproof or you can go no. floating around in space or you can quit eating. Well, you quit eating, you wouldn't die, but you might be thin as a rail or something. It's um, yeah. When they say immortal, they mean that disease isn't going to kill you. Old age isn't going to kill you. Uh, the, the deterioration of lungs or body or cancer, none of that's going to kill you. You're going to basically be immune to all of that shit. Uh, yeah, they're, they're thinking because one of the companies said, you know, we, we might need not to, to spend so much money on research and all these new drugs because if this thing works, then most of these diseases will be mute. They won't be in effect. They won't be able to affect the body anymore. I don't know. We'll see. They've been working on this a long time. But you get people like Bill Gates that don't want to die. 
Yeah. I mean, he's getting up there. Um, and he's, he's worth, what, $140 billion. Which, do you want to leave $140 billion to your kids? Hell no. <laughs> uh, I'd rather give it to the ex. I mean, in his case, but which he gave half he, of, he gave the, half his 280 to her. And so all you need is a lot of money. That money is keeping people alive. Look at Bill Shatner from Star Trek. He's in his 90s. He looks like he's 60 or 70 years old. Yep. And he, he's working all the time. Yeah, he's constantly every time doing you see him. Stuff. Yeah, he's, every time you see him, he's into something. He, he said that's what they're gonna do. Find him on the stage, dead somewhere. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't remember. I think he's was it ninety six or ninety eight. I'd have to ask to be sure, but he's up there. Who Shatner? Yeah, I think it's ninety four. Hey Google, how old is William Shatner? William Shatner is ninety two years old. Ninety two. Ninety two. Okay. No, he's just a puppy. What are y'all talking? He's a yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if he would take the pill. Oh, I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Well, it would be interesting that if 8 billion people all of a sudden took a pill that would, I don't know, that could be bad because that'd be, so figure, for these days, right now, the birth-death ratio is real close to even. In this country, it is even. Actually, in this country, it's a little off. Right now, we're we're just a little bit hair under. Uh, we're not we're not growing. We're actually shrinking a little bit right now. But that that'll change. But uh, but I think it's like one point five children born here, and um, compared to like one point six uh, that were that are dying. So worldwide, I forgot what it was, but it's it's the way they balance things or the way they look at things. So figure if you're not losing, if you if you're if for every child being born, you're losing one, or for every two child being born, you're losing one child, it steadies the, the, the growth of population. But if all of a sudden there's no deaths and all there is is born children, oh, shit. Uh, we'd be at $16 billion in no time at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, quickly. Well, because like I said, pretty, pretty much for every – pretty much in the world right now, for every two born, one is dying. Maybe 1.25 is dying. So there's, there's not that big of a growth. There's a growth. Because, and now that it's 8 billion of it's a faster growth because there's so many of us. But if that was to stop to where it was an average of two and no deaths, it's, it's going to double. And it's going to double in probably in less than 50 years. Uh, so you get 50 years, you'll be at 16 billion. In 25 years, you'll be at 32 billion. Uh, how do you just uh, I think I mean I've heard many scientists say that this country can this world can sustain about a population around 25 to 30 billion if you convert most of America and all of South America into farmland um, they yeah. said that yeah you would know Europe's worthless you can't grow nothing in Europe yeah. why do you think Europe Europe's- imports all its food so does the Middle East is this worth it? You grow in Africa now with, with some work you could grow, but even Africa, pretty much that side of the world is how can I say this? Spent out. The new world hasn't spent itself out yet. You gotta remember Africa and the Middle mm-hmm. East and Europe, they've been having people living there for six thousand years, taking the resources, taking the land. Uh the land it's kind of beat up, it's kind of spent out. Now Russia's not. Russia's got a lot of land. A lot of coal land though, too. So yeah, and, and before we got to America, we had there were natives on the the, the northern North American continents, and but they had a respect for them. they were they had a balance with nature. So and it they was moved little- around, so it, it gave it time to heal. 
you're right. And then we show just, up and just did destroy the whole thing. I mean, how many, how many bison buffaloes did we kill? Billions? A lot. Yes. And we Billions? killed lots of Indians too. Uh, think about it, think about it like this. In in through the 30s, 40s, and 50s, most people who wore glasses, they wore something what was called horn rims. Those yeah, horn rims were made out of buffalo horn. Some some horny buffalo horn. Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but we did. We wiped out a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and a lot more. And uh, we killed a lot of people. We killed a lot of Native Americans. People, they did all kind of stuff to the Native Americans. I mean, chicken pox alone killed millions. Oh, yeah. And was, out contaminated blankets of children, that's just criminal. They were talking about the amount of deaths of, of Native Americans and Mesoamericans probably are more if you combine them they're probably more deaths there than any war that we've ever fought on a planet maybe combined more than all the wars we fought on a planet that's probably, that's probably just more sad than the Jews that were killed in world war ii <laughs> it's just sad that we came in and just wiped that many people out well with disease it did when you know people looked at it with disease that it was oh they brought it on ourselves or whatever no it's because they they had never been exposed to it like the Europeans said. Oh, can't we Europeans brought all kinds of diseases over here, nasty bastards. Y'all some dirty, and, nasty and, bastards. Y'all are on my list again. And, and in some, they brought some environmentally dangerous animals and plants with them, too. It's true. Well, a lot of animals who got over here, a lot of animals that were not deliberately brought over here got over here on those old ships. Even today, you yeah. find rats and shit on board these ships. Yeah, and, and insects, snakes, yeah, insects, snacks, all kind of stuff. But anyway, it, it, we got to go, I've... guys. Go ahead, John. Okay, yeah, it is late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was just it's one thirty in the morning for you. It's yeah. uh, twelve thirty here, almost twelve thirty here. We got to go, guys. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to United Public Radio. And who? Oh no, people! I'm always sexy. I don't know what you're talking. About. And I told you about this cheap date shit that does not go on around here. Okay, no. What? No, anyway, we got to get out of here. Remember to t- <laughs> remember to tune in. Um, we got a new show going to be debuting tomorrow. I mean, I meant to get Jeffrey. I wanted Jeffrey to come co-host with me. Um, we're going to be starting a new show. It's, it's going to mainly just be for authors and illustrators and stuff like that. Nothing really else. It's it publishers and things like that. Um, I don't um, – because – my two shows are too busy to be having those kind of guests on all the time. It does harm to the shows on the long run uh, because those are, our audiences aren't expecting those kind of guests. If, we, if they really, they just really want to hear politics and that stuff. Even though they're a lot of fun and all for us, it's just not what they're expecting to hear on the show. They're expecting to hear us go, "Oh my God, did you see that shit get blown up?" Um, <laughs> things like that. But anyway, we got to get out of here. Uh, but I just want to tell you about that. I think it's going to debut tomorrow, 5 to 7. Uh, we still don't even have a name for it, so tomorrow will just be the nameless show. But we want to get it rolling because we want to get the date set for it. And i got to get rid of a few of the other hosts on the networks because it's it's going to be one of these shows where we're going to use multiple hosts uh, to help out. Uh, we got somebody who's going to book the guests for it, and then we'll just have multiple hosts um, doing the show. So it should be fun. It should be different too. But anyway, we got to get out of here. I want to thank everyone for tuning in again to United Public Radio, UFO Paranormal Radio, News on the Flip Side, Mr. J. McDonald's, and myself, Joe Montaldo. Until next week, have some fun, enjoy your life, get outside, and get naked, people. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, not up north, it's kind of cold up there, but everybody.